0: 176 of the PS Station podcast. We are just loopy as all hell tonight, and we are at full capacity tonight. We are back with Joel and with Josh. They're both back. Josh made it back from the Jersey Shore. He uh, didn't catch anything from Schnooki or whatever her name is. That little <laughs> whore. How's it going, buddy?
1: Oh, it's good, 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 good. <laughs> oh, I'm a mess already. Channeling
2: Roscoe Biko train or what's going on over <laughs>
3: there? Get them new boys. <laughs>
0: and of course, uh, Mr. Sherfinski. How's it going, Joel?
2: It's going well. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, once again. I don't know why hey, we're doing I'm, this. I missed
1: it, but uh, happy birthday, buddy. <laughs>
0: hey, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to do this. Yeah, it's enough of that.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that uh, everybody was too lazy to even start a new thread on VG, but they <laughs> pulled out the one from last year.
0: <laughs> I got on there and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of posts on here. This is pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's all from 2009.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing and I started scrolling through like, hey, wait, I already post. How did I already
2: post? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, didn't, didn't you quote your post from last year then too for this year? I did,
1: because I was was. late last year, so I just (laughs) quoted that. I said, well, there you go. (laughs) There's so much love.
0: So much love. Oh, Anyway, uh, quite a lot to talk about this week. Uh, Only one review, but uh, I think we have a lot of news here that we're going to be talking about. So the regular stuff, uh, a lot of news. Well, before the news, though, a lot of stuff, Uh, of course. Some more details on EXTRA LIFE! That's right, baby. We're, we're ramping up, and we are ramping up quick. It's getting a little crazy in here. Also, our interview with Mr. Phil Fraser. He's the senior producer for Madden 11, uh, which actually went really well. We got some great details out of him. A uh, ton of news. What we're playing, uh, we're going to eh, tease a new contest we got coming up. We're waiting for some stuff to show up for that. Uh, so we'll probably be able to give you the details next week. Uh, my review of uh, Tales of Monkey Island for the PSN. Uh, a bunch of emails, and uh, you know what? I totally forgot to look for voicemails. i'm an asshole, so <laughs> I just thought about Glad that you now. Are. Yeah, well, but you know that, that's what happens. so uh, let's get the regular stuff out of the way really quick. If you want to contact us, a lot of different ways to do that. You can email us at podcast at psnation.org, or you can uh, hit the contact us" button over on the website over on the right side, also where that is located on the right side. You can click the little call us button, and that will actually let you put your phone number in, and it will call you, and you can leave us a voicemail about three minutes in length. Or if you have Skype, you can call WDT-Torgo, or you can call our regular voicemail line, which is 715-502-9773, standard long-distance rates apply. You can also look for us out on Facebook under PS Nation Podcast. Got a pretty fun group over there. Still some good uh, conversations going on over there you can also find all three of us out on Twitter. Of course, we have the main account PS3 Nation, but you can also find uh Joel and Josh out there on their own as well. Uh Josh is PJF as in Frank Josh, and uh Joel is 5spot Joel, always one word. And of course, as always, you can find us over on furiousgamer.com, which is a very fun and very cool streaming site for uh all things video game podcasts. Bunch of sh- different shows out there. You can look it up like per game, and you know, you, oh, I want to hear everything that everybody's talking about kills on three, and it'll take you to all those different shows right to the the time code of of when it starts. You don't have to go through all the other stuff. Uh, but if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch, ninety nine cents out at the App Store. Look up Furious Gamer, and you can grab that app, and pretty much anywhere you can get a connection, you can listen to it. Also, uh, I. Got The image uploaded, but I haven't used it yet. So we've got our PlayStation Nation merch out on on Zazzle.com/slash uh, PSNation. And I, a couple of people bought the beer steins lately and a couple of coffee cups, I think, too. Pretty sweet. And my Mac just like freaked out. That was weird. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so go over there. Uh, no, no. Oh, my second screen des- decided to finally turn on. Hey, lucky me. Alright, fucking Mac. Uh, So anyway, Zazzle.com slash PSNation and as always, because this helps us out kids, and it helps yourself out too. Uh, If you ever thought about getting any audiobooks on your MP3 player, here's the perfect way to do it. Uh, You can go over to Audible.com which is Amazon's uh, audiobook site, but instead of going to Audible.com itself, go to AudiblePodcast.com slash PSNation Sign up for the 14-day trial, and you get a free book out of the deal. So it make, makes the deal a little bit sweeter for you. Uh, and that's about it. I think I'm done with all my crap. So now Joel can talk. Now, you going to be able to do it? After last week, I don't, I don't know if you talked yourself out for the month.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm well past my quota, so I was going to try and chill a little bit this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what do we got for new releases next week?
2: Well, we got one big new release that everybody else is running away from. <laughs> so it's Madden week. So we got Madden on the PS3, PS2, PSP, and just about every other console and platform known to man.
0: Yeah. I'm waiting for it to come to the 2600. I think it's going to happen. Halo already happened. So what the hell look for yeah, it? Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Ed freeze did that. Uh all right. Well, uh, extra life. Well, Madden, of course, we'll be talking about that. There'll be a review up on Monday on our site about that as well. But, uh, We'll be talking about that next week. Uh, Extra Life. we uh, for Because I know we have a lot of new listeners since last year. Uh, we'll explain this. Sarcastic Gamer runs this every year. This is the third year that we're involved. Uh, but it's a 24-hour gaming marathon for uh, Children's Miracle Network. So we play games for 24 hours and we try to raise money for... A bunch of sick kids, and uh, Children's Miracle Network is great because it's actually pretty much local to anybody uh, in the U.S. At least I, I didn't look to see if you know how far-reaching they are past the U.S. But uh, it, it's a great organization. The hospital I used to work at is a is a children's hospital under CMN, and and there are a lot of other ones. And we're going to be doing it again this year as a family at VG Evo, and we're trying to figure out how we're going to do that logistically and that kind of thing. But you know we're moving forward like we did last year because it was a rousing success uh, on our part uh Evo was actually the top earner out of any group that wasn't sarcastic gamer, and we raised over eight grand last year. I mean it was way beyond what we thought we were gonna do and and it was from the efforts of so many people within Evo, all the different podcasts that that got involved, even some of our community that decided to to join in with us that kind of thing so this year. We don't know what we're going to do. We don't. We don't know if we're going to do it by podcast again, or we kind of have an idea out there of doing it regionally. You know, or like Welcome to the Goo and PS Nation would work together, that kind of thing. Uh, but we are going to do a raffle again this year, at least PS Nation is. I don't know if we're going to. I don't know how we're going to do it, but the problem is, you know, I got to start sending emails asking for this stuff, or we're not going to get it. So I'm moving forward with it. I don't care. So uh, we already got prizes that showed up. I mean, the game companies out there and the PR firms are really getting behind us and we've got some really kick-ass stuff already i mean we just got a bunch of dlc codes for the, the psp including some copies of mlb 10 the show we just got um uh some copies of uh pedal bear or uh, <laughs> what's the actual name <laughs> of naughty bear and uh we just got a big box of swag from joystick again this year not as much as last year but we got some pretty cool stuff there's a uh, some God of War 3 strategy guides in there and uh, some really unique stuff. The Japanese Final Fantasy 13, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, so, a lot of stuff like that. We've got some stuff from Sony Computer Entertainment of Europe coming, uh, in- including some stuff for Little Big Planet for, I believe, Dead Nation and for. What was the other one? Uh, crap. I'm forgetting the other game. Oh, crap. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, EA Sports is actually stepping up to the plate and they're sending. Uh, Every sports game for 2011 as one big package, including the EA MMA game, the mixed martial arts game that they're doing. And actually we'll have that a couple of days before the game even comes out. So uh, really cool of EA to do that. I mean, that was they, they were the first ones to respond when I sent the email out. I probably had a response within about 20 minutes from those guys. So, Quite
2: a surprise. What an awesome prize package.
0: Holy crap. I mean, yeah, just awesome, awesome, awesome. So, you know, we're in the process of just trying to gather all this stuff up. And, uh, oh, also uh, one of our li- our listeners in Australia who wishes to remain anonymous uh, sent us a, a, a set of the wireless SingStar mics, too, for, uh, for one of the prizes. So, I mean, just let's see if I'm f- missing anything here. Um, some PlayStation Home t-shirts. The vouchers for Little Big Planet and uh, for all the Marvel stuff, and also for MLB Ten the Show PSP, uh, some other stuff too. So we don't know what else is coming. I know that there's a couple more packages on the way, actually. But the cool thing is, what we do is we we run a raffle, and basically you'll see that, like as an example, because I don't remember the exact numbers, but if you donate twenty bucks, you get four raffle tickets, and you have the same chance that everybody else does of winning one of these prizes so although last year it was kind of funny because the people that bought or that that donated bigger amounts of money ended up winning multiple things so it was kind of funny to see that it was a little odd actually uh but it was such a blast i mean we did it at mark's last year this year we're going to do it at joel's mark and jesse are going to come over uh we don't know what the goo guys are going to do yet if they're going to do it at their house or whatnot but you know like like we said last week, maybe we can get you know Josh to fly in or something. We'll see. Money,
1: money, money.
0: <laughs> eh, maybe eh, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, <laughs> but this year, the the plan is to actually stream everything again. But now that we have the cool hardware uh, with with the direct video input and everything else, you know the plans have gotten a little bit better. And, and I'm going to start testing that theory this month. But what I want to do is actually be able to stream. video feed from one of the PlayStation 3s, and also maybe do a split screen or like a little inset with uh, an HD camera that we set up in the room, and we'll have all the microphones around the room so we can actually talk to everybody at the same time. Uh, Joel and I are even throwing around the idea of putting a projector in there so we can all see the chat, all kinds of stuff. So we're playing with some ideas, and and we're hopefully going to have it even cooler than last year. Um, And like I said, my God, please, if you plan on joining us, please do it. Uh, We need as many people as possible to play games with for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And then we can stay up drinking after because we're idiots from Wisconsin.
2: That works. That's right.
0: Now, have you guys done? Joel, you were at uh, Scott's last year, right, for a little while?
2: Yeah, I went over there for a couple hours. I didn't marathon the full 24, but hung out with him and Cracker Jack and his lovely wife and Adam and their dog. We all hung out. Cool. So it's pretty mellow. Yeah, played some Borderlands. and But yeah, I'm looking forward to the full 24 this year. It's my first time going through that.
0: Hell yeah.
2: Got Josh. like six five-hour energy drinks all ready to go.
0: <laughs> well, you got to be careful with those now because we. it was funny because Marquis and I, because uh, Marquee came up last year, uh, he and I went to a place and we got all these energy drinks and everything. But you, gotta, you can't do it right away. You, you got you to gotta pace yourself. And, and it was funny because it was almost a contest to see who was going to take an energy, energy drink first. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, cause you don't want to, you don't want to peak too, too, too early cause you'll just crash out. So yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a blast. I mean, I, I'm sure it's a great show. I'm I'm sure it's a great show for people to watch online because as the hours go along, you just get loopier and loopier and loopier. So <laughs> I'm looking forward yeah. to it. And, uh, I'm actually working on PR to see if maybe we can get a build of Gran Turismo five since it's about, about a month before. Gran Turismo Five comes out, and actually, uh, I might as well get the date. It's a, well, actually two months. Um, it's October sixteenth, which is a Saturday, and I believe we started seven a.m. Central Time, but I'm not sure about the time yet. I'm still looking that up. So, uh, mark your calendars, October sixteenth, two thousand ten. Uh, start selling blood so you can donate for uh, a bunch of sick kids. So, well,
1: you get Gran Turismo Five, and you could just play that one twenty-four hour race. That's true. That's true.
0: Go. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> Yeah, so I'm trying to get a build of that that we can maybe do some live streaming of and show some people some new stuff. Because like the first year we did that, I actually did it from home alone because it was kind of last minute and, and it was snowing really bad. And uh, you and
1: Macaulay Culkin?
0: Yeah, exactly. And and we were throwing paint cans at at uh, cousin Vinny <laughs> and. At, <laughs> <laughs> but I had Little Big Planet and it was about a month before it came out, so I was actually streaming some video, really crappy, like with the webcam on my Mac (laughs) streaming the video for that way. But like I said, it's nicer this way now because we have the, the rig that we can actually stream direct feed video and it looks a lot better. So yeah, it should be fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And for those people that want to send prizes for us to give away in the raffle, you know, much appreciated. And, uh, you know, just let us know if you, if you have something, uh, you know, if it's some used game, we probably wouldn't want to do that because we're still trying to keep things, I don't know, kind of, Kind of upper, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't even know what to say. But just be careful what you want to send, and, and you know that kind of thing. Um, we'll figure it out. We don't want to turn. We do want away. your
1: dirty, dirty games. Well, no. If
0: you have like a used <laughs> copy of Madden 07, we probably don't want it. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> That's
2: not even worth the price of postage.
0: Exactly. But you know, we had a couple of people last year. Oh. I'll send you my MLB 07. I'm like, no, no, no thanks. I mean, <laughs> Gee, nobody's going to want, it. Yeah. you know, this isn't a rummage sale. This is this is, a cher- <laughs> this is a for us to raise money for sick kids, you know. And yeah.
2: PS Nation, pawn shop nation. <laughs> no I donated
1: session. 200 bucks. I got Madden 05, sweet.
2: <laughs> that is awesome. And that's the reason right there why we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So,
0: yeah. So, all right, I'm rambling. But anyway, uh, very exciting. Seriously, very exciting. I I love doing stuff like this, and Extra Life has always been a really great time. It's it's a lot of work, too, but it's worth it because it's a little more personal for me, I think, than some other people because of the hospital I worked at, and I, I had to see that every day, almost every day. And, uh, you know, because our office where we sat was pretty much right by the children's wing. And we did a lot of charity stuff at that hospital for Children's Miracle Network. And it's something that I've always felt really strong about. So I'm, I'm really glad that they've partnered up with them this year. Because uh, last year it was Texas Children's Hospital and the year before. Uh, but they're actually part of CMN still. So Texas Children's Hospital is not getting left behind at all. Uh, we're just kind of broadening the horizon now. So our thanks to Sarcastic Gamer for for putting all this together, too. Um, it's It's got to be a ton of work. My God. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, now that we uh, brought the mood down, <laughs> let's it. Yeah, let's let's bring it back up. We we got to do this a couple of days ago, and it's pretty cool. We we were trying to get the, an interview for Madden last year because I, I know we have a lot of sports fans uh, in the in the listening audience there, and and we couldn't get it set up last year. We got it set up this year, and this guy was great. He was really fun to talk to. He knew the game up, down, left, and right. Uh, had a sense of humor about some of the the stigmas of Madden as well. And uh, we couldn't have asked for a better interview So uh, we talked to Phil Frazier Who's the senior producer for Madden 11 From from Brown Studios And uh, give it a listen kids We get some great stuff We are joined by Mr. Phil Fraser, The senior producer on Madden 11 Thank you very much for joining us tonight sir I know it's late for you
4: It's not that late, 7 o'clock I just got home But uh, yeah, it should be a fun chat
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. And, and, you know, this is a long-running series that we've all played, so I'm sure we have quite a few questions about it. Uh, but, you know, we, like I said, we usually try to get a lot of questions from listeners, but it seemed like a lot of them were pretty much the same stuff that we were going to ask you already. So we're going to do a little bit of a different format this time. We do have a couple questions that, that are specific from people, but we'll get into those a little bit later. Uh, so first off, you know, I, I guess... The biggest thing is Madden Eleven for uh, PS Three this year. What what uh, what are we going to see different?
4: You know, we uh, we just did the rosters this year.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's that about right. So sixty bucks <laughs> for the new rosters. Oh, you know, luckily nobody ever makes that. Yeah. Luckily, we never hear anybody saying that about the the series.
4: <laughs> well, no. In all seriousness, um, you know, while uh, we 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 certainly hear that a lot from folks, we we've touched. Uh, just about every aspect of the game you know on on the gameplay side um, you know there's a new feature that we call game flow it's a feature that we announced uh, this spring um it 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 actually fundamentally shifts the way people can experience bad and if they choose to use the game flow style of gameplay. basically, plays get selected for you based on an authentic n f l game plan you know the games get completed in less than half an hour, uh which is about half the time they used to take um you know it 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 really does um you know, when we first came up with the idea, we thought the designer, his name's John Taylor, we thought he was just totally crazy, you know, because his first concept was, hey, I'm going to take play call out of the game. And after a few prototypes and, uh, you know, some tweaks, we ended up with the game flow feature that we're pretty proud of.
0: Actually, I, I really like it, too, because there are some times where I want to play a game like this. And I honestly, I, I know football pretty well, but there's certain situations that I don't know. Oh, should I run here? Should I do this and do that? And I've played the demo probably five times now, and I've only used the game flow to see how things went. Um, But to be honest, I mean, it also seems like the game gets a little bit too easy on on the default difficulty that the demo's on. But I like the fact that the game explains to you why they're choosing that play some of the times. And it's actually kind of helped me understand that process more.
4: That was actually one of the the things we had intended to do, and and that's why we added the the coach audio, which is... Uh, you know for those that don't know if you put a headset into your system, the actual coach audio comes through the earpiece of your headset instead of hearing it through the speakers on your t v so you know we wanted to make sure that the coach audio was giving you meaningful stuff and we the first version we had in the game you know it was a coach basically yelling out uh very hardcore play names you know predator z cross y you know two gap a and it, you know we we play tested it and we thought it was cool because you know we 're football guys and that stuff sounds pretty neat, but there were a lot of people that they were just clueless as to what all that stuff meant. So we wanted to turn the feature into something that, you know, it was—it's authentic. It's the way NFL coaches call the games. You know, they don't call a game with a binder full of 350 plays and pick one play out of the entire binder for that particular situation. You know, they actually have—they have play groups, first and ten with 15 plays. They have third and short with 15 plays, and they pick a play in that situation. Based on the moment they're in, and then of course they call that plan to the, the you know the QB's headset, which is exactly the way we've modeled the headset audio in our game. So it was really meant to to go after exactly what you had described. You know, we want to explain football as much as let you experience it.
2: So it's even helping in the it's even helping with the running plays because yeah. I it tells you when to be patient, which is something I'm very poor at over the years with my running. And another nice feature is it, it took the you took the uh, speed burst out. So not only do I have to be patient and wait for my blocks, as the coach will oftentimes call in, but I'm not prematurely trying to bust through the line even faster, cranking on the uh, speed burst.
4: Well, you know, you call out, you call it the running game, and, and the fact that we remove speed burst, you know, game game flow, of course, tied nicely into that. We also completely rewrote blocking this year. So the fact that you can actually follow a lead blocker is a relatively new concept on Madden because, you know, in, in, in past years, if I'm going to bash my own game. You can have a guy out, at, guy out in front, or you can run a screen play with three blockers, and the, three, the people ahead of you would almost always block the wrong guy or would run the wrong direction. So I feel pretty happy with the fact that you can actually follow a blocker this year. You know, the speed burst is there. You know, if, if you're actually behind a guy, it's going to throttle you by itself. It, it's going to know that you're need, you need to follow a guy, and it's going to kind of lay off the gas so you don't make that mistake that ultimately takes you out of the play.
0: Definitely.
2: Yeah, I really like it because the defense oftentimes will cheat well, they'll bring up like a field goal block kind of formation and they'll just line everybody up at the line. You can never run through that. It's To me, it's sort of cheating. And now you can wait for the blocks to develop. And I've actually broken a couple really, really lengthy runs just waiting and being patient. So I definitely agree that the, yeah, it, the blocking is way better.
4: Yeah, and you called out the fact that the game's a little too easy on the default skill level in the demo. And we actually want um, the game to be you know accessible you know that's kind of a bad word i guess to a lot of hardcore madden fans you know they you know madden fans could really care less about accessibility they want a game that's very challenging well when you play the game on on the default level we want pretty much anybody to be able to pick up and play you know i want my dad who hasn't played madden in 10 years to be able to score some touchdowns because that's ultimately what's fun and the fact that you're able to have some success with the running game which is something that people can abandon uh, very quickly when they get stopped you know for a loss two three plays in a row uh, says a lot about the new blocking system. Says a lot about game flow and and really the the new locomotion system that's ultimately driving the entire experience.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that. I've always had problems with the running game, um, and I do abandon it very quickly <laughs> and just go. And my stats at the end of the game are so lopsided every single game. <laughs> so Don't feel you're, bad. Just doing you're, not, you're not
4: unique in that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh well, I was going to ask you also with the uh, with the audio of the coach in your in your headset. I haven't tried this on the on the demo, and I really should. But I know in the NFL they have a cutoff switch where if it gets to a certain amount of time, it just cuts off the audio no matter what. Did you guys do that as well? So if you take you know, too long, we, to we pick talked a play.
4: about that. Yeah, we we talked about that, and um, I think in the end we 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 actually aired on the side of of just giving you the, the full the full clip. You know, I think in in, in the NFL they actually have to. They have to stop talking within a certain number of seconds uh, during the, of the play clock. Basically, they have to be, they can't. The microphones are actually shut off. Right. Uh, in our game, though, we 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 view the the information as being incredibly valuable because we are trying to teach, uh, you know, the user certain concepts. Either you know why that situation is important or why that play is important. So we go ahead and break that rule just to make sure that the you know the person playing the game has all the information at their fingertips.
0: <laughs> I guarantee you're going to see something on Operation Sports about it after about a day of that game being out.
4: <laughs> They're not realistic! It, surprise me. it definitely wouldn't surprise me.
1: I did run into one or two situations during the demo, at least, where uh, the coach got cut off just because the play clock had run down to the point where I had to, I had to run the play or I was going to get called for a delay of game. And he just got cut yeah. off entirely in mid-sentence and the play just went
4: yeah that you know we have a few lines where you know there there was so much information we tried to pack in that you know if, if you' if you choose the game flow option pretty late you know whereas the, as the time's starting to get a little bit low, you may run into those situations from time to time, but you know by and large if if you're playing the game at a, at a fairly normal clip and, and you're choosing game flow uh you know not after waiting fifteen twenty seconds then you're going to be able to hear most of that audio and and the way it's actually set up in the final game as well is uh, if game flow is playing um what will happen is it will actually play through game flow. It shouldn't cut it off when you buy the full product. And you know, even if Gus or Chris Collins were try to come in, it will actually it'll hold back on their commentary until it finishes with the coach stuff because we viewed that stuff as really important. Oh, that's cool. Uh, all
0: right. Well, we've got one question that uh, we wanted to bring up, and this is from our, uh, our buddy Jay and He says, uh, I'm a casual Madden player and a lifelong New Orleans fan. Uh, should I just stop there? <laughs> I'm on the bandwagon uh, playing, playing as the Saints in previous years hasn't been that fun because of their poor rankings are this year's stats going to be balanced out based on historic performance or are they going to reflect awesome season that the New Orleans Saints just had uh, here's to Madden finally giving me the type of play I've always wanted from my favorite team so what do you have to say to that
4: well you know the, the ratings are usually based or, or they're predictive uh you know of course you know the, the saints they couldn't have had a better run last year you know also won the super bowl uh you know drew certainly is one of the best quarterbacks in the game uh reggie bush is, of course he's got great ratings while he's not the the elite back in the nfl you know in madden he's he's a superstar he's, got, he's fast he's agile uh he's got great hands for a back and so he, he, he can do a lot of great things in the video game so i think Saints fans, as far as Madden's concerned, should be, should be very happy this year. And, of course, we do tend to give a little bit of love to the team and uh, to the cover athlete uh, and to his team. So uh, Saints fans should be happy. But we, we try to predict the future. You know, we want the top-rated player or the top-rated team in our game to be the team that we think is most likely to win the upcoming Super Bowl. So uh, you know, past performance is a factor, but it's not the only factor. We ultimately want to make sure that we're trying to pick the, the teams that we think are going to be best.
2: Cool. So what teams are going to be best this year?
4: You know, um, Eagles, I think Eagles, at, say the Eagles. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Packers. Yeah, I don't think the Eagles are high up on the list. I don't think they're high. Uh, I think, I think yeah. you know, we're looking at the, uh, the Saints being top notch. I think the Colts, of course, with, with Peyton are hard to, uh, to look past. I think the Jets are really great in this year's game. You know, I'm a Redskins fan. So I was actually, uh, I was lobbying pretty hard to increase the ratings, but I lost even with McNabb <laughs> on our roster. um, they're they're getting an upgrade and uh you, you know you think as a producer I'd be able to get a few ratings points here and there but you know our our ratings are Donnie Moore you know he takes that process very very seriously and he wants to make sure that you know he 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 rates teams accordingly and even though he's he's personally a fan of the of the Tampa Bay Bucks you know he realizes they're in for a, a rough stretch of of seasons here and you know he doesn't even rate his favorite team that high so um, I think we've got teams pretty pretty well done. But if you if you like the, the Saints, if you like the Colts, uh, even the Vikings, uh, they're pretty solid. And the, and the Jets are the, the Jets have a really great defense.
0: <laughs> we don't like to hear that Vikings talk around here.
4: You know the the Vikings are good because we did so much with the running game this year between blocking, locomotion, uh, you know the changes to speed. That you know Peterson, I mean he's a he's a force to be reckoned with in the backfield.
0: That's true, but we still don't like to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, my eagles are going to be a mess and i'm prepared for it i i always play the eagles no matter how bad they are how good they are that's just my team forever <laughs> so Ugh.
0: so tell us a little bit more about this locomotion system also i mean i've seen it in the in the demo but i want to kind of get an idea of how you guys would actually explain it
4: you know it locomotion is one of those things where it, it's actually hard to visualize it doesn't show well on a screenshot it doesn't uh it doesn't really show well on a video um but locomotion is ultimately what drives uh player movement in our game it, you know it's the, it's the technology behind player movement and control so when you press you know when you when you're pressing up on the on the on you know on the stick and then you switch to the to the right you all of sudden you make a ninety degree cut you know what does the player do in that case? And the feedback that we've gotten from folks, uh, you know, from our fans before is that, you know, the movement and switching angles, uh, and, you know, and changing direction hasn't been really realistic. So, you know, that's what locomotion is. So we completely recapture the run cycle. We completely recapture our transition animations so that players feel like, you know, when they're running, they're running with a sense of purpose. When they're when they're changing direction, they actually have to plant their feet. You know, they feel like they've got weight, uh, that there's momentum and physics involved. I'm not saying there's actually a physics system built under our running system yet, but it, it feels like there is when you go and you and you change direction. So, the running game feels very, very different. If you were if you've played our demo, you know, and and you have a copy of Madden 10 laying around, if you if you were to actually A and B the two games, you would definitely feel the difference. So, locomotion is about feel and and what it takes to get your player from point A to point B, and uh, it's it's one of those things. You know, between blocking and locomotion, we've completely rewritten two major fundamentals of football. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really been our focus the last couple of years is if we're going to touch anything in gameplay, we're going to try to do, we're going to try to avoid the gimmicks. You know, we don't want to do anything where, you know, it's a feature we're going to want to throw away in the next year you know, we want to focus on the fundamentals of football. So blocking them both in motion with those fundamentals for Madden 11.
0: Okay. I've, I've noticed a difference. I actually did do the, the Pepsi challenge like you were talking about. I, I grabbed Madden <laughs> 10 and threw it in and, and tried to make the conditions as equal as possible uh, with some running game stuff and, like you said you do feel i mean it does look a little bit different but you do definitely feel the difference uh because i actually yeah, said yeah, are I mean, they doing some physics stuff now and and it just felt a lot i hate to say more realistic but it did it felt like it should feel i guess
4: or how and you that, think that you was should. actually the goal so the the fact that you're able to feel that is is a great thing it was it was a tough feature to explain as we were going through our pr cycle you know it's when you, when you when somebody asks what you know, tell me about locomotion. Well, I can tell you about it all day, and it doesn't really mean anything until you get your hands on the sticks and you really feel what I'm talking about. Because it's it it's again, what you do with the words you just use there, where it just feels right. That's exactly what we want it to feel like.
2: <laughs> Trust us, it's cool. And I was going to say in the demo, Sean Green is a monster with the locomotion.
4: Yeah, it, well, I, I think the running game. Uh, you know, we we've looked at telemetry and and uh, of the run versus pass in Madden for the last you know year or so, and you know we've just been unhappy with the level of, of passing that people seem to be doing. And so we, we know running hasn't been fun. And the only way running's fun is if you've got a you know a good back that you know can can make moves, break some tackles, and and get some big runs. And I you know I'm pretty sure if if you're playing with a team that's got even a decent back, you're going to have a blast running the ball this year.
0: Josh, did you that have a question? T-
1: um. Actually, about the online, are we? Can we get into some of the online stuff? And you know what might be different this year?
4: Absolutely. I think uh, you know the biggest feature we did with an online is is a feature we're calling online team play. So it's it's three on three. Uh, you know, it's, it could be the three you guys uh, versus you know me and, and a couple of the designers, where each of us gets to play a different squad on offense. You have the quarterback position, the running back position, and the wide receiver position. And on defense, you have defensive lines, linebackers, and secondary. And, you know, the, the the most interesting thing about, you know, online team play, we call it OTP internally, is is really the communication dynamic that you see when people are playing uh, on the same team. You know, the, the smack talk that you get from a head-to-head game goes away, and it's more about, uh, you know, it's more about, you know, yelling at your teammate for, you know, not executing a play or not running the right route or not throwing me the ball when I think I'm open. And the funny thing is it's a blast. So, you know, while you are getting yelled at by your teammates if things are going well, when things do go well, you know, it, it, it feels awesome because it's actually teamwork. And uh, it, it's just it's a very different dynamic than the ultra-hardcore, head-to-head style of gameplay that, that a lot of people have gotten used to in Madden Online.
0: Actually, I was watching... Uh rob one of the pr guys uh play that with uh another one of the ea guys and they were playing online at ea against a couple of the testers down at tiburon and the testers were using someone like i think it was cleveland or something just a terrible team and <laughs> rob and <laughs> rob and his partner were using the saints and I, w- I went oh come on and he says no trust me they're they're good enough this is a good handicap but you know, watching them play online, it, number one, it, it looked really smooth and it looked like a lot of fun. And, and those are the kind of games that I always like playing. I always kind of yell at the the baseball guys because there's a great baseball game in Japan that allows you to kind of play as a team where one person pitches, the other person catches, and the catcher actually calls the plays. And it's, it's very cooperative. And those are always a lot of fun to play, plus it kind of uh, mixes things up a little bit than what you're used to. So that's actually one thing that I'm Absolutely. looking forward to quite a bit.
4: It, it's 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 a lot of fun to play and you know, if you've got a few a few friends, uh, you know, like the three of you guys and you guys play pretty regularly, um, you know, I am pretty sure that, you know, OTP should be on your list of, of game modes that you should give it a shot because, you know, I, I've actually been at some events with Rob as well. We actually had um you know, a three versus three game going in San Francisco a few weeks ago and it's just you know, the level of, of communication that happens is is completely fun. And even when you lose the game uh, if you lose and you're playing with two buddies, and, and you you can still have a blast. You know, it's not really about the record. It's not really about you know winning or losing. It's just about having fun playing football. And when you've got, um, I'll say the the key to success in OTP overall is if you have a captain. You know, somebody that just kind of takes charge and really dictates uh, you know the style of play as well as you know what you're doing on offense and defense. That's what's going to make you a success. We had this guy who was just able to. He he, he was not only picking great plays, but he was actually coaching us. He was telling us what specific routes to run even nice. outside of what was being drawn on the field. He just said, "Hey, so I want you to run this post route and I want you to cut underneath them, and film to hit you on the post as soon as you put on the safeties." And it was like, "Wow, this is actually pretty cool just hearing my my buddy giving giving me this direction and then when I do it it feels awesome. It, it, it's a really fun experience." How
0: many can yeah. you play on each side?
4: It's it's 3 versus 3. We you know, we looked at doing a little bit more, but uh, after, if you go beyond three versus three, if you're not careful in design, in <laughs> how you design the experience, it just becomes chaos.
1: Everybody's um, running around in circles with their arms waving you know, in the
4: air. You hear the Benny Hill theme <laughs> playing. Should, and. <laughs> that's right. I mean, it, we, we chose the skill positions because if you have a couple of guys being blockers and they just decide to to miss a few blocks, the, the play completely breaks down. So three versus three with the squads was a nice uh, middle ground because you know. If you're a wide receiver and you miss a route, you're probably not destroying the entire play. Um, so it's, you know, it, it, I think three versus three is a good balance. We are talking about ways to possibly extend that down the road, but, you know, 3v3 is enough in itself, I think.
1: Actually, that brings up something else um, that I'm not sure if you can speak to all of this or if this has been brought up before at some point, uh, uh, you know, in any information that's been released. But with... Three players online. So, can you do that all on the same console, or is it? Does it have to be three players on three different consoles versus three players on another? Three, three, three players, players,
4: three different consoles. And if you wanted to do a, um, we, we Madden has supported uh, not online, but like an offline. You can do a two v two game, for example, offline. Uh, but if you're talking about an online experience, it's got to be three people on three different consoles this here.
1: Okay. Okay. Um because actually we did have somebody that asked a question uh, uh relating to online and and specifically three Madden players uh in one house uh on the same console. Now, EA's doing the the online passes with Madden, right? Like yes, most are. of their online games now. So how exactly. does that work? Would they have to buy extra online passes or does it is it just per console or is it per um, Account per ID PSN ID.
4: You know, I think uh, if you're talking PlayStation, I believe when you buy an online pass on your console, uh, you have it for every profile on that console. Oh, so okay. if three okay. people come over to play, you should you should be good to go on on that particular console. Now, even if if you've bu- if you have Madden Online Pass, and you know, if you bought the game new and you got it for free and you entered the code you can actually, you know, if you go to another person's house and you, you, know, you, you basically get your ID over on that system as well, online pass will work there as well. So uh, okay. we, we try to make it very flexible. So as long as you have the pass uh, on that kit, it should work for everybody. Okay. Cool. Good question. I had,
2: a, I had a question relative to the new Super Bowl mode, I understand, and it's not okay. in the demo, but when you start the game up, you can immediately play the Super Bowl with any team that you'd like. And what I also understand is that it's situational. So as you get to the end, you see different stories play out, I guess. Can you just explain the differences for each team in the Super Bowl mode?
4: Sure. Uh, you know, that was, um, you know, it, it, was the, it was one of our designer's ideas, which was, you know, we, 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 we knew we were going to spend some time uh, updating the Super Bowl win sequence. So when you win the big game in franchise mode, you know, you're going to get a really nice sequence at the end of the game. Um, but we re- you know we also realized that not everybody plays franchise mode and and even if you do play franchise mode not everybody wins the super bowl uh, every single year so we wanted to set it up so that if, you know when you when you go to the main menu there's usually the play now option there's an option right next to it if you press to the right that just says super bowl and if you choose that option it's just like going into a play now game that is the super bowl so you have the super bowl field art you have the super bowl stadium uh, nice. we have Super Bowl commentary and and the post game as well. So a nice easy way to get the Super Bowl presentation without having to play through franchise mode. And you know the thing, different things we do. You know I think the biggest thing to call out and the one that's gotten the most attention in the last you know few days is the fact that um, every single team has a has a custom Super Bowl win sequence. So if you win. Super Bowl with the Lions, for example, which you know obviously is never going to happen in real life. At least <laughs> um, you're you're going to get some custom commentary from Gus Johnson. You know, basically talking about the Lions and how they thought that you know, they've had so many years, you know, <laughs> of uh, not even getting to the playoffs, and you know, the finally they've won a Super Bowl. Say, holy so. crap! This is not right. <laughs>
0: yeah. I can't believe only <laughs> five players F- got shot this year in that. Detroit. Yeah. And... <laughs>
4: So, uh, you know, every team has something, you know, custom. And if, you know, if you win with the Saints, for example, it's going to talk about back, back-to-back back Super Bowls. And if you win uh, with the Rams, it's going to talk about, you know, you know kind of like the Lions, how the, no one would expect this sort of thing to happen. So, uh, you know, every single team has it has a different ending, and you can actually play through with any team and get that different ending. And I think the kicker is, uh, you know, we have a special guest at the very end of our Super Bowl sequence, and that's Barack Obama, who, you know, just like in real life, you know, it's not a political thing. We're not playing politics. But, you know, in real life, the active president, you know, the sitting president, you know, after every single Super Bowl, he gets a, a team jersey from the team that won the Super Bowl. And I actually believe next week the Saints are, are all set to present Barack Obama with the Saints jersey, uh, you know, with his name on the back. We have that exact same scene in our game. So, you know, we've never had a sitting president. In our game, we have Roderick Adell in that same sequence. He's actually on the podium with the team that's winning the trophy. It's a, it's a really nice sequence. I actually think it's like two minutes long. We have, we have a shot of the parade in their hometown. It's a it's a pretty elaborate Super Bowl sequence. I don't think we've ever done something quite so ambitious as far as Super Bowl win sequence before.
1: All right. Could you push the NHL guys to do something similar?
4: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they enjoy our game and they decide to push themselves because uh, we think it's been long overdue.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah you tell them uh the other thing about the online is uh have there any been any improvements in the like the online league system or because we usually set up a league every year so we can get on and play each other uh on vegevo sure. and and have there been any updates to that or any changes that we should know about
4: you know uh yeah you know, i'll be completely honest um we were we were really very disappointed with um, the level of use that online franchise got last year, you know, we, it was one of our big features in Madden 10. Um, we spent, you know, quite a bit of money trying to make a feature that was, you know, be appealing to a lot of people. So, you know, I had had a website that you could go to, I had an iPhone app, uh, multiple seating support, and even with with what we thought was a really great feature set, the usage was was extremely low. Apologize for my dog in the background, but um, usage were low, so we didn't. Um, we actually didn't spend a lot of time. We did fix a number of bugs, you know, bugs that were reported by you know guys like yourselves, guys that were in the community. Uh, you know, they found some issues with stat tracking and 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 you know roster spots and stuff like that. We we took care of a lot of those issues, but by and large, the mode is 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 just as it was last year. Still just as stable. I mean, it launched really really smooth last year. We didn't have any server outages yeah. uh, even during our you know our, our peak window, and uh, it's still in the game. So if you guys had a great time with leagues last year, you'll have a great time again this year.
0: Are you uh, doing an iPhone app again this year? Is it the same app, or uh?
4: we are? It, okay. it, it's the exact same app. So uh, what you do is you'll actually, since since now two games are out that have all my franchise, you'll you'll download a new version of the application, and it'll ask you as you start the app up. You know, do you want to you want to load up a franchise in Madden 10 or Madden 11? At that point, it's automatically taking you to the you know the the stuff you're familiar with from last year.
0: Okay, cool. Josh, any more emails that we had? Uh, nothing. I mean, we've covered most
1: of, uh, what we got really.
0: Just want to make sure we covered yeah. them all. You guys didn't get any
4: strategy yeah. pad questions?
0: Any, anyway, oh, the strategy pad. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, that didn't really bother me that much, but I, I guess I see where people are complaining about the strategy pad thing, but you guys are going to patch in the old version, right?
4: We're, we're going to, we're basically going to do that. I think, uh, you know, we, we saw the feedback. We think, you know, we did it for, what well, we feel is the right reasons, but we can we can certainly recognize how those out there that are familiar with the old system and they they ha, kind of have built-in muscle memory now of you know the specific buttons they need to hit, how why they're frustrated. So uh, we're hoping to have a patch out, you know, because the lead times involved around week one of the NFL season, so it should be very early September. Oh, okay. And it won't work. It won't work exactly like it did last year. The UI, I believe, will stay as it is. For you. So it'll show the strategy pad look. But what we'll do is, you know, if if you were familiar with, you know, the triangle button, for example, bringing up hot routes, uh, regardless of what the screen says, if you hit triangle on your controller, it will take you directly to the hot route menu, where you can actually have, you know, a much better experience that way, or a much more familiar experience. So, uh, we think we've got a nice hybrid solution uh, that we can we can easily do in a patch that we hope hits during week one of the NFL season.
0: So, I, I guess the the question that that's begged here is why. Not patch in exactly how it used to be in the past, and have your choice of either one.
4: It comes down to the fact we literally took the the interface out of the game. Okay. Uh, we have to add in some additional screens. It's to get it done very quickly. Um, we had to basically you know put in a solution that was that functions like last year, even though it looks like this year. So um, you know it, it really came down to speed. with You know the, the uproar from the community was so loud. We felt like it was in our best interest to get something out there quickly. Uh, rather than you know you know implement a change that would basically mirror last year's, which is going to take us a couple of weeks to do.
0: Okay. Um, and I guess one other thing that we've completely forgotten to cover, but the PSP version uh, is there. Anything that you can give us insight-wise on that one, if any changes have been made, or uh, you know we got that cool PSP bundle coming out with everything in it.
4: There is a PSP bundle. That's probably the coolest thing I have for you. Um, you know, I think you know the PSP version continues to be you know a, a pretty good seller for us. You know, it's a, it's got the great screen. Uh, it's got really the classic, we call it Gen 2, but, you know, the PlayStation 2 gameplay. So if you like that style of gameplay, and there are many folks out there that still feel like, even on Gen 3, you know, the, the PlayStation 3 version, that it's not quite up to the level of polish that we saw, you know, five, six years ago. If you like the old style of gameplay, that's exactly what you get on PSP. So, um, and of course, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the obligatory roster update, lots of gameplay tweaks and tune. No, no big features, uh, but lots of tuning and adjustments to AI just to make the gameplay experience just that more fun.
3: Okay. And
1: what about PS2? About the same?
4: Uh, PS2 is about the same. I think, the fact that we're, I think we're one of the few companies that's still releasing a PS2 game every year. So, uh, um, you know, it, people still buy it. I'm, I'm actually really shocked that we've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that continue to buy the game on the PlayStation 2 every single year.
0: Yeah, hey, I've got a lot of friends that only have a PS2 still and and haven't gone "quote unquote" next gen yet. So uh, I think it's you know it's it's still a viable platform in my opinion.
4: Uh, I mean, it, I, we wouldn't make it if it wasn't a viable platform, at least for Madden. So uh, you know, I don't know if you, I, I don't expect many people to go out or many publishers to go out there and make some AAA product for the PlayStation Two. But um, you know, Madden is still doing quite well. And, uh, you can, you can get that, that, that great gameplay experience, uh, that a lot of people are familiar with and a lot of people loved, uh, back in the, you know, the mid two thousands.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I'm, I'm sure I'll be playing it this year when I go to my buddy's house. So, uh, all right. Well, boys, you got anything else? I'll
4: I take,
1: got nothing.
0: I'll take that. No. no. All good. right. Uh, Phil, thanks so much for, for spending some time with us today. Uh, we know we kind of try to piece this together really quick and, uh, you know, it's, it sounds great, and the, the demo is is a nice representation of what we're going to expect. And, and, you know, the new online modes especially sound like a lot of fun. So really can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to trying it out this year. And, uh, you know, August 10th, we'll all be able to play the game. So get out there and play that game. Phil, thanks so much, and uh, you're welcome back anytime, sir.
4: Well, thanks for having me, guys. All right, have a good night. Take care. All right, Thanks.
0: All right. Well, we are very, very grateful for everybody at EA Sports for setting that up for us. And, uh, Phil, thanks for coming on the show, and you are definitely welcome back anytime. We had a great time with you. Uh, But now on to other things, because Madden's next week. That comes out next Tuesday. But we have news about right now and stuff. So, Joel, why don't you read the first news item?
2: Yeah, Madden comes out on, what, the 10th? Indeed. Is that right? Well, we have a summer sale going on until the 9th. So, before you buy Madden, you can... Check out a couple of these sales on the PSN store.
0: Some sweet we shit have, on here.
2: There's some really good deals. Uh, most notably, Fat Princess is half off. It's and $7.49. Now,
0: and now that it actually works online,
2: hey. It sure does. It's twice the game it was now that Indeed. you can connect with your friends and play. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing concept. Pixel <laughs> Junk Shooter, half off, it's 5 bucks.
0: My God, buy that game.
2: And uh, yeah. Groo- Grooving Blocks, Madden NFL Arcade, Wakeboarding HD. Ugh. You can skip. I don't know about those last three, but the
0: first two are very good. <laughs> well, I will say this: I bought Madden NFL Arcade, and it was not worth fifteen dollars. Seven fifty?
1: Is it seven fifty? Huh?
2: Yeah, it's half off. Uh.
0: Because well, the problem was I thought it was going to be like NFL Blitz. It's not like NFL Blitz. It's arcadey yeah. like NFL Blitz, but it's not that over the top. You know, doing body slams on guys and everything else. It's it's very timid.
1: <laughs> and you're looking to do body slams on guys, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, in of the song, queued up. Damn it! <laughs> oh!
2: Well, that explains why you got so excited. We got this big package from EA Sports. And you, your MMA comment earlier, you and we got the MMA game. So I think this is coming abundantly clear. <laughs> Some sort of wrestling oh, yeah. fetish. Wrestling
0: All right. fetish. All right. Big sweaty men. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's... uh you ever been in a Turkish prison? Just wondering. I, uh...
2: Speaking of which, we have the Eye of Judgment. It's on <laughs> PSP. That's half off. 14 99 Echo See, uh, shift.
0: Well, no, Eye of Judgment Legends, we should... Oh, fuck, we should have brought this up to Mark last week, because I think he bought that. And um, it uses digital
1: <laughs> At card 30 packs. bucks, sucker. Sucker.
0: <laughs> uh, I think it uses digital card packs now, so you don't have to actually go out and try to find the damn cards and feel like we yes. never use them. But, which is funny, I, I was just cleaning some stuff up today and I, I was rooting through a box. First off, I found my Battlefield 2 DVD, finally. But I also found a, uh, the booster pack of cards that I first bought for I Have a Judgment that was still in the pack. Oh, nice. <laughs> I probably have, like, this ultra-rare card, too. No, You know
1: what?
2: Work. Extra life. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Well, there it's you go. It's worth something to somebody. It's certainly not worth any cash.
0: Although <laughs> most people are like, Iowa? Anyway,
3: sorry. A
2: notable PSP release on... Well, it's not a release, but a sale here. Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars is only 15 bucks. Wow. Dude. Half off. Very so. worth it. Very, very worth it. <clears throat> then, then there's a couple minis like Tetris, Dracula Undead Awakenings, Monsters Probably Stole My Princess.
0: That's a great zombie, game.
2: Zombie. Tycoon, and Bloons. I never heard of Bloons.
0: Bloons? I'm trying to think if I played that one or not. I don't think we have that one. Monsters Probably Stole My Princess Bloons. is really cool, and that that developer actually has a new game coming out and it's kind of like a shmup, but it's also kind of got this tower defense vibe to it. It's really weird. But every screenshot on there it looks like a, a side-scrolling shmup. So I was like, "Oh, sold? Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. And of course, Tetris is still overpriced.
2: Yeah, five
1: bucks.
0: Fucking Tetris.
1: Yeah. I bought it at ten bucks because I'm an idiot. I would have. Sucker. F- I should have waited. Yeah. It's Tetris. I wanted it on my PSP. I wanted a good version of Tetris because. Because uh, uh, you're a sucker? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: All right, Kratos boy. Why don't you read the next news item? <laughs> 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 God of War, Ghost of Sparta
1: Gets an official release date And a pre-order pack A sick pre-order pack Indeed Bastards are going to make me buy this crazy thing
0: <laughs> Yes they are
1: uh, Tuesday, November 2nd
0: The same Ghost day of- as fucking DC Universe Online And Gran Turismo 5 Allegedly <laughs> <laughs> Oh.
1: Yeah. All right. So the oh, the package includes all of the following: the Ghost of Sparta original soundtrack, the PSP theme. Are you the ultimate God of War fan? <laughs> Prove it with the God of War Ghost of Sparta theme.
2: <laughs> I
1: love PR.
2: <laughs> hey, look, mom! Oh, you are the ultimate God of War fan. I had no idea.
1: <laughs> PR is the best, man. That's right. right,
0: Mom. Yes, I am. Kratos is a badass. <laughs> hey, Dad, check this out. Whoa! You can't be in this house if you're that big of a God of War fan. Isn't that kind totally com- mature?
2: A-, a
1: PS3 dynamic theme. Ooh. A PlayStation Network avatar. A Legionnaire skin. Wow. And the exclusive... Game Director's Documentary, a yeah. full length featured video roundtable with all the past and present game directors for the God of War franchise in front of a live studio audience.
0: Hoo Yeah, that's pretty badass. Uh, that dude. Is. <sighs> seriously. Am I going to have to buy Plus, this too?
2: Damn it. How do we be get in probably. the audience? I want to be yeah, at the roundtable well, audience.
1: Um, they also have, uh, for PSP Go people, you can order through the PlayStation Store between November 2nd and November 9th to get all of that stuff. Mm. Um, and there will be a bundle, of course, a PSP course. bundle for 199 It's going to have a black and red two-tone PSP 3000. Oh. Uh, it's going to have the game. It's also going to have Chains of Olympus downloadable game voucher.
0: Holy shit! And
1: kick-ass UMD movie.
0: Oh, I gotta talk about that later.
1: And a two-gig memory stick Pro Duo. Wow. So yeah, that's a pretty sweet package, all on its own. Yes, it is. falls.
0: Yeah, I. I, It's funny. I I I never finished Chains of Olympus, but like I said, you and I always say we, we saw it at E3, and both of us were like, "Holy shit!" Just the the visual effects they were showing on the PSP, I was stunned. Can't wait! Can't wait! Can't wait!
1: Yeah, it looks it looks even better than Chains of Olympus did, and Chains of Olympus looked awesome.
0: I mean, it was evident right away. On that, I mean, when you could see all that mist and sand and everything blowing across the the ground, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I mean, it just I never thought I would see something like that out out of a PSP, and that was the first thing we saw. You know, we didn't even see any of these humongous bosses or anything else. Where uh, I actually just saw a feature on on this one, and they're saying that the first boss, or there's a boss in there that basically makes the first boss in God of War 3, the one that's in the PSP version could actually eat that boss whole. They said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, wow. Aichi Mama. Uh, Yeah, so, man, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, all right, on to the next one, which uh, the, the hotly anticipated patch for Modern Nation Racers has been released uh, as of today, I believe. And what we don't have in this article is the fact that there are problems with it. But, uh, yeah, title update 1.02 came out, <laughs> comes out today.
1: Oh, dude. All right. So they're going to say, hey, there's a patch coming out, and it's going to have all kinds of problems.
0: Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> the, the thing that's in front of me doesn't have it because, it, of course, it's on the PlayStation blog. Go fuck yourself. I know. <laughs> so here's what it's supposed to do. Load time improvements. Uh, there There's still load times. They said it's it's decreased quite a bit, which we found out no. Uh, new casual difficulty mode. So they, they brought the difficulty down because people were bitching about the game being a little bit too hard, which is... In my opinion, you know, grow up and learn how to play games. Uh, Challenge <laughs> friends in in the XP series, which is badass. I'm very happy to see that. No more hot lap cheaters, so they fixed the bug that allowed players to cut the track and post unbeatable times in the hot laps. Uh, get into online races quicker, which is badass. Improved server stability, awesome. Actually, I never really had a problem with stability yeah uh three challenges now more attainable devastator takedown and wild run devastator takedown on Mod- Madaban, and sideswipe three opponents on the cliff side on fracture Ooh, i do need those too uh the tin bucket is unlocked which is uh an item on un- uh, available to everyone by default i don't know what the tin bucket is it must be another car uh collector <laughs> card improvement i i don't know everything about this game Uh, New features on ModNation.com and all kinds of stuff, and they're showing a bunch of different mods and everything. But here's the problem. Uh, IGN Europe did a bunch of tests on it, and there are already reports that the game hangs when you try to go into an XP race. They did some timing on, you know, track the timing on load times compared to uh, before the patch and after the patch. And a couple of areas you saw a minor improvement. There's actually one that took longer after the patch, so there are some problems. Uh we don't know if it's widespread. I haven't really read anything else anywhere, but God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm waiting for a couple of days to update it. I'm I'm gonna wait, find out what the hell's going on. But it is out there. It's Just very frustrating to hear that stuff. Oh my god, this next one. Jo- Joel, you gotta read this next one.
2: The uh NBA jam is yeah. confirmed. What the fuck two PS three?
0: Yeah, what the fuck. So
2: It's not coming in its own game. It's being packaged in with NBA Elite 11, which, for those that don't know, this is the long-running NBA Live series with a fresh coat of paint and a new name. God damn it. So to make it enticing, since NBA Live has stunk for a few years, maybe NBA Elite 11 is going to be better. But regardless, they're tossing in a couple bonus items to make it more enticing. And this is one that... uh, I'd rather buy this game on its own, but I have to admit, I'm now interested in NBA Elite 11 a little bit more than I was, because I I would love to get my hands on NBA Jam, especially for PS3. I was going to buy the Wii version, but if I can get a version of it on PS3, I'd prefer that.
0: Well, they still haven't even confirmed online for the Wii version, so... But, I mean, here's the problem with this, and I think they'd be really stupid maybe to not ever release NBA Jam on its own, which I do think they would do like after three months or something, but... The problem is, I personally know people that will play NBA Jam. Mark will play NBA Jam. Mark will not play NBA Elite. There's just no way about it. It's not, they're they're equating NBA Jam too much to straight basketball. And it's not that at all. It's an arcade game where you beat the piss out of your friends and you have a really good time with these over-the-top jumps and everything else. I really don't agree with this whatsoever. I think this is one of the dumbest moves I've seen in the last five years. But that's just
2: to me, it shows how desperate they are. They're not standing by NBA Elite 11 as being a product on its own. Yeah. They're, stick, they're sticking this into... It's not a good sign for that game, I don't think.
0: I agree. I totally agree. God, this is frustrating. Yeah, and, yeah, and the- it's
2: a bad choice.
0: I, I really think
1: that probably eight months from now, NBA Jam will show up on PSN and Xbox Live as like its own separate release. But they're going to hold it in there for almost a year till almost twelve comes out, and then all of a sudden it'll it'll suddenly become available for like ten bucks to yeah. download.
0: I, you know, and and the funny thing is, I probably would have paid fifteen bucks for NBA Jam on its own. I seriously would have because I'm an NBA Jam nut, and I'm looking forward to the you know, a new version of it. and And the game looks really good, and I just love you know they really let this guy know on the PlayStation blog when he made the post. I mean, the comments are pretty universal, and and it's funny because people are like, oh, this is really shady, and you're trying to fool people, and et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, the poor guy, the poor PR guy that gets on here, he's, you know, he's trying, but, like, one of his responses, this isn't about EA pulling any tricks or stunts on the community. As you said regarding the demo, we want you guys to check out what Elite has to offer based on the demo that we will put out in September. The entire idea of packing NBA or the entire idea of packing jam with elite was to give you guys a full basketball experience where you will have two unique flavors of basketball all in one package. No, no, because NBA jams, not basketball basketball (laughs) secondary. No, but it's, it's such PR speak. Oh my God. It's so thinly veiled. In other words, NBA jam sucked or uh, NBA live has sucked for the last few years. We've been getting our asses kicked by two K now we're going to rebrand it so that the, the the bad taste is out of some people's mouths, and we're going to entice you even more by putting a really really popular or a, a new version of a really really popular game f- franchise in, in there. And, and this is the only way you can get that game. It's fucking bullshit. And you know they're going yes, to. It is. You know they're going to tie it yeah. with that. What, what do they call those things? The uh, the little online tokens you have to have for all the EA sports games now. Yep. Watch. They'll probably tie this with. Uh, elite some way so if you get rid of elite jam doesn't work anymore you know or something like that
2: oh that would really suck
1: Ooh, no we'll see that was the thing i was wondering if you know if you buy it used that is jam still available is it's, it on the disc is it i bet you it's on the disc
0: i wouldn't doubt it yeah hmm.
1: but is it on the disc with like a code unlock or is it just automatically right there on the disc i don't think they said
0: it's
2: probably uh, right there on the disc because if they separate it, then people are just going to wait.
0: Oh, here's another th- these responses. Because somebody's like, uh, you know, they're all complaining about, it and the guy goes, "Were you only looking to pick up Jam? I don't know how offering two unique basketball experiences for the price of one game would just be ne- would be a negative, because NBA Jam's not a full game; it's a DLC game, isn't it? Is it on disc on Wii?
2: It is. Yeah. I is it? So. Is it
0: sixty bucks on Wii? No. Right.
2: Probably more like thirty or forty. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, this is
0: uh, this got my blood a (laughs) boiling. Well,
2: there is some good news veiled here, and the good news is that NBA Jam is coming to the PS3. Well, sure. (laughs) Prior to that, it was only coming to the Wii. It's it's the way they're bringing it about. You know, it's unfortunate, but I'm really if you look at the screenshots, the screenshots, it looks really damn good on the PS3. The resolution is really sharp. You can see the. The emotion in the players' faces, even though they're making goofy faces. That's well, part of the whole NBA Jam experience.
0: I thought the game looked good on the Wii. So, yeah, anything that's going to look better on the PS3 or the 360, I'm all for. Because the first time I saw the Wii version, I was impressed. So, yeah. It, but, uh, it, I, I really honestly wonder how many people are going to buy Elite just for Jam. How many people are actually going to go through oh, and,
1: I don't think
2: many will. Yeah. I uh, Who's going to spend 60 bucks just to get Jam? They'll buy it I when mean, the game's on sale, if it hits like a $39, $20 off weekly sale or something, I bet you. Maybe. Like if Amazon but, has
0: a sale on it or something, yeah.
2: I guess let's see how the packaging looks. Is it going to be a sticker that takes up half of the front of the packaging? Yeah. Which it? <laughs> includes NBA Jam, or is it going to be... No, no it'll pick, be NBA know. Jam includes NBA Elite. <laughs> 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 so okay. the PS3 and the 360 version, you have to buy NBA Elite to even be able to sniff NBA Jam. But if you own a Wii, you can bypass the whole thing and just go straight for NBA
0: Jam. Yeah, but why would you want it on the Wii? Then you have to waggle. No, uh, yeah, I don't I don't want that either. Fuck that I waggle I love shit. to waggle. That's what I hear. <laughs> 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 All right, Josh. Next one. PlayStation Plus. Who you special? I am special. <clears throat> I paid extra money, so I'm special. I have a little crash next to my name. It's awesome. <laughs> Little plus yeah. It's like yeah, getting an A-plus for- instead of an A. <laughs> That's why my GPA is over
1: 4.0. This is for the U.S. version or North American version. Um, <laughs> they're going to a bi-weekly publishing of PlayStation Plus content where in the U.S. the entire first month, every week, there was something released to us, to us special people. Um <laughs> So the next update is uh, next Tuesday, and it will also be the last week that some of the free and discounted items are available. So you need to go in and grab them now if you haven't already and if you're interested in them. Uh, We're also getting a Red Faction Guerrilla game trial for people who have not played that yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, pixel junk racer second lap. We get early access and limited time discount exclusive arrow racer mini
0: free. That's a fun game. That's a really fun little game. That's from my, uh, I think, yeah. brick studios and, um, it's, it's fun. It's well done.
1: Yeah. So, uh, last chance before August 10th rush out and grab field runners mini game for free. Uh, Super Stardust, the, that's half price. And Gravity Crash is half price as well. And those will be going back to full price. Um, some of the themes, some of the mag themes, uh, the Super Stardust add-ons, and the Resistance to multiplayer map pack will be going back to full price. And the Core July episode, actually, is cool. listed here as well as disappearing. At least for a free download through PlayStation Plus, so
0: grab it now. <laughs> Do it now. All Get right. it. <laughs> Shake a boy. Uh, all right, last news item, which is pretty badass. This just came out not too long ago, but uh, for Europe at least, they have now revealed an amazing signature edition for Gran Turismo 5. Holy balls.
1: Amazing. Amazing!
0: All right, uh, da, 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 I'm just trying to read through this real quick, but holy shit! Look what's in, included in this thing: a metal sculpted box, finished in SLS AMG obsidian black, exclusive Gran Turismo branded SLS AMG model car at 143rd scale, a G- Gran Turismo leather wallet. Ooh, you can you can keep your Gran Turismo license in there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> You just put that in there and. Uh, 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 containing signature it's, edition competition entry card. Yeah. Is this is going to be I so
2: thought, sweet. I thought gamers used Velcro wallets.
0: That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Uh,
1: when you get pulled over by the cops, pull out your signature edition competition <laughs> entry <laughs> yeah. card. Oh,
0: that, that's pretty impressive, boy. Go ahead. Uh, just keep moving along. <laughs> Grand Turismo branded uh, USB key with Polyphony Mercedes Benz trailer on it. Uh, Gran Turismo-branded metal key fob. All right. Signature edition coffee table book. Fuck. Uh, featuring the beautiful cars and locations of Gran Turismo 5. I wonder if you can turn that into a coffee table as well. A little Seinfeld reference <laughs> for you. Only if you're lucky. Yeah. 200-page Apex Drivers magazine with hints on driving technique, car tuning, future technologies, and more uh five, <gasps> flying cars flying cars uh five in game chrome line collectors edition cars plus six stealth vehicles really okay huh oh and the game so <laughs> uh they're saying at <laughs> only
1: 179 euros
0: yeah so that's like 500 dollars <laughs> something like that so i yeah i don't i don't know man that that is pretty damn cool Boy, I don't know if I'd buy it or not. I kind of would just for the book and for the little model car and for the game. All right, I'll a buy wallet, it. The wallet, man. <laughs> and the wallet. <laughs> I'll keep the uh, the picture of my girlfriend from Canada in it. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Jeff? hi <laughs> I need a button like on my hand all the time to just click that really quick. All right. Oh, God, I hate you guys. All right. So... <laughs> On to what we've been playing. Anybody? Anyone anyone want to start? Anyone?
2: I'll start. I got wow. a long list. Oh, me too.
0: <laughs> hey, me too. Holy shit. Wow. Wait. No, I just saw Josh playing Just Cause 2 and that's it. So he's lying. <laughs> Three hour
2: episode confirmed.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. We only have one review and it. it's not going to take that long. So go for it.
2: All right. Well, I've been playing more Red Faction, Gorilla. Sweet. You gave me the advice last week of adjusting it down to easy. So I did that. And it's actually a lot more fun. Yes, it is. Pussy Yeah. No,
0: no, 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 Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, normal
2: mode. Normal mode was a little bit harder than typical normal modes are. And like very early in the game, I was frustrated and I was about ready to shelf it and play something else. But now that I dialed it back a little bit, I'm having a lot more fun. It's more just cause two like.
0: Oh boy. Oh you caught his attention now. Huh? So. What what just caught what? <laughs> what
2: huh? 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 as a matter huh? of fact I find myself missing the uh
0: parachute? What do you
2: call it? No. The butt, uh the arm thing.
0: Oh the grappling hook. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Grappling <laughs>
1: hook. I was just gonna let him twist in the wind there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: it's so compelling to listen to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, I don't know how much more I don't know if I'm gonna play the whole game. It's it's keeping my interest. Long enough so far, but man, there's so many other things piling up on me right now. Yeah. One of which, correct down two, I finally fired up for the first time. And me and one shot Oswald, one of our community members, we played about an hour or so last night and got through the first section, whatever you want to call it.
0: Are you collecting but, many orbs?
2: Yeah, collected a few orbs. Get
0: <laughs> oh, I see another orb up here. I have to have it. That's an exclusive yeah, I didn't know what from Comic Con. Uh,
2: I didn't know what to think of this game because it was kind of getting just, I'd say, lukewarm reviews. It was kind of a lot of people are saying it's the same game, and if you like that, if you like the first game, this is just more of the same. Actually, it's better. It's better than the first game. Wow! So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's got some nice touches and some differences to it that make it better than the first game. It's a little bit graphically sharper because it's got a couple years behind it.
0: Really, I agree I what it What people are didn't saying? Look good at all?
2: It's sharper. Animations are smoother. You can get a lot more enemies on screen at a time. I don't know. Look better to me.
0: Well, I mean, what what I'm hearing from a lot of people is that the single player really sucks this time around, and they didn't fix any of the problems from the first one, even though it's not the same developer. But uh, everyone agrees that the multiplayer, the online multiplayer, is what saves the game. So, In all
2: fairness, I have only played it in co-op. I have not. I'm definitely going to go, I'm going to play single player so I can do some orb hunting on my own. Orb! difficult to orb hunt when you got a partner. Like, hold on a second, I see an orb up here. Just a second.
0: (laughs) Especially, it's moving. It's moving now. Hold on, hold
2: on. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, there's some Xbox Live orbs. Oh,
0: that's right. I heard about that.
2: And those are only in the co-op when you play online. So there's actually some orbs that you can only get in that mode. Oh,
0: yeah. What do they do? I don't know. I think they only appear when you're online. Yeah, but what are they? Does, All does the Avengers will- Nelson pop up and go. <laughs>
1: You've got an orb. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 oh! You're gonna love this. Here's here our first one of the night. Holy tangent, Batman! So I was dicking around on the internet, and I was today because I was on a conference call, and uh, I was working at home today, and I was like looking up old '80s musicians and stuff. And I came across this this website that had a bunch of pictures from a radio station from back in the eighties. And guess who one of the DJs was? Larry Nelson. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, oh, dude, was oh he a zookeeper? How like many bikini clad women me. did he have on his shoulders? None. Six. None. Tell me he was a zookeeper.
0: <laughs> no, I, I didn't say what he did or anything. But he is it, that what you call it nowadays? He was a zookeeper. <laughs> I, it, I was like, is that the same guy? And I kind of looked, I'm like, oh, oh my god, it is. I should go find that picture and put it up. Uh. Yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that.
2: No, that's okay. I picked up DJ Hero at uh, GameStop Summer Sale. It was half off, so 50 bucks. I got the game and the turntable. Sweet. Nice. A little bit I of have that. that,
1: and I still haven't played it yet.
2: <laughs> it's not too bad. It's uh. actually, the, the, it had some decent music on it. And what, even the wife was getting into some of the tracks. I think I played it for three, four hours straight and then I couldn't move my hands the next day. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> I really liked the music nice. in that game. Uh, we cracker Jack played it for a long time last year after extra life. And I thought the music was excellent. Yeah.
2: There's lots of beastie game. boys. There's some good backtracks. It's a Foo Fighters song. Some decent mixes in there.
0: What is it? Yeah. Anyway, it's in the Bectionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're back. <laughs>
2: I played Pixel Junk Monsters. Big uh-huh. surprise. Yeah. Really? I am six rainbows away from getting all the rainbows in the first island. Ah, whee! So I'm trying to get trying to be a Josh completionist oh on boy. Pixel Junk Monsters. I got to do it. I got to finish it. And I'm also playing some more of the PSP game as well, so I'm kind of playing both. <laughs> I, th- I think I need Pixel Junk Monsters too. I'm just saying. Bring it.
0: <laughs> I'm sure they're going to do Fun- one.
2: I'm sure. Yeah, I played some of the Madden demo, Madden Eleven demo, which we talked a lot about on the interview earlier in the show, and then of course our new video released. So I went in home.
3: Yeah. And I watched it.
2: And I listened to a few people rip on it, and I listened to a few people really enjoy it. So yeah. I always got a I get a kick out of just kind of walking around and soaking it up, seeing what people are talking about.
0: I was shocked. I, I put a picture up on Twitter last night because I walked in and it was packed. And I just went, what's wrong with you crazy people? Why are you in here?
2: (laughs) It was packed. Yeah, and I noticed last night that uh, right when you fire home up, there's that new and recommended section or blade, I guess, because it's kind of like an XMB sort of thing for home that it comes up on your screen. And right in there is Community Theater eight, So you can actually click right in new and recommended, and it takes you straight to the theater. It (laughs) takes you right in. So that's pretty sweet, actually.
0: So there's the right way, the wrong way, and the max power way. Which is just the wrong way, but faster. So now, so now. Max Power, he's the man, the man with
1: the name you love to touch, but you mustn't
2: touch. I liked all the names he had for Marge. My favorite was Chesty Larue.
0: Oh, Chesty Larue or Tits McGee. <laughs> tits McGee. Yep. No, it
1: wasn't. Tit- he couldn't say Tits McGee. Yeah, he, he couldn't could. say
2: Tits. Yeah, he did. No. No. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I was thinking we talked a it little was bit about Hootie this. McBoob. <laughs> Hootie McBoob. Hootie <laughs> McBoob. Glenn and I talked about this offline a little bit next week, last week, but thinking about maybe doing a stupid shit people say to us in home. Oh yeah. Section or stupid or strange <laughs> PSN messages. Yeah. Because I really get some weird shit coming from, coming from the people that see us in home, and they make all sorts of crazy assumptions about who we are, where we come from, who we work for. Most of them think we're friends with Sony, which is, that's nice. But I get some bizarre messages. That Sony dude's kind of a douche sometimes, though. (laughs) Uh. So keep it up, people. Keep sending us those weird messages, because maybe we'll read them.
0: Uh, If we get bored. (laughs) I usually Uh.
2: delete them and then clean myself off very thoroughly. Like,
0: (laughs) It's like trying to clean the blood off, like Lady Macbeth. (laughs) It just
2: won't come off. Yeah, I also played a little bit of uh, MLB 10 on PSP. It's the nice. so first time I played oh. that version. That's... Wow. Yeah. V- very yeah. good on the PSP. That's it.
0: That's All a lot. Right. Josh, you want to go or you want me to go?
2: Uh, I'll go.
3: All
1: right. I'll go. You know, funny thing, I turned on my PlayStation and it said, hey, something has auto-downloaded. And I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, since I've had that, the PSN Plus... Only two things have auto downloaded. And I've gone into several games and been told, hey, there's a patch that you have to download right now. And I'm like, motherfucker <laughs> but,
0: but, but, but I'm uh, playing fifty dollars a
1: year. All right. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, a plus it downloaded next to my name, download it. <laughs> and it downloaded the uh, the firmware update, which was actually kinda sweet. <laughs> I was like, oh, Hey, go, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. So yeah, so I got that going for me, uh, <laughs>
0: which is nice. But
1: yeah, last uh, so last week uh, down the shore, uh, went into the arcades, the few arcades that are left on the boardwalk, unfortunately, and went straight for the back corner where they had a Ms. Pac-Man standalone, a Ms. Pac-Man slash Galaga, and Ooh. a Junior Pac-Man. Oh! And the cool thing was, there was some dude back there and a girl, and they had taken up the two Ms. Pac-Man machines, so I jumped right in and played Junior Pac-Man.
0: Nice. Uh,
1: Yeah, which I haven't played in a long time. I never really played that a whole lot, but it Mm -hmm. is a great game. Yeah, I love that game. I I would love to see that come as a download on one of the systems. Um you know Namco or Bally Midway unfortunately yeah Bally Midway and Namco uh were all involved in that so I don't know who really owns the well, rights Well
0: Namco does because Bally Midway uh did all they had the US rights for distribution but that's a Namco game
1: Ah yes okay yeah. sweet
0: so
4: bring it <laughs> Bring it bitches!
0: Um
1: yeah and then Lou and I played some Tekken 3 Nice. And for not having played any of those games, she was surprisingly good, or I was incredibly awful. Um, probably a combination <laughs> of both. <laughs> uh, but she did quite well, and she knocked me out of the game. Like, I knocked her out and hit continue, and then she knocked me out, and I just let her keep playing. And she actually got past uh, two of the characters I couldn't get past. Nice. So, yeah, she did well at that. Uh, I played some Simpsons Pinball. And yeah, I got to say, I think it's broken. Mm. (laughs) Um, Three balls and all three balls within about 20 seconds of me starting. uh, They hit something up near the top and then just shot straight down between my two uh, flippers at the bottom. I didn't have a chance. All three (laughs) balls. (laughs) I was like, what we're, the hell? We're
0: taking this game old school. We're going to make it so you, you have to keep popping quarters into it.
1: Yeah. Wow. I was very upset about that. And then we ran over and uh, played some Sega Racing Classic, ah. uh, which is basically uh, uh, whatever it was on the Dreamcast, uh, Daytona USA. Yeah. Or not even, like on the Saturn and all
0: no, was No, it was more like virtual racing.
1: Mm, well no, this Sega Racing Classic was the the Daytona USA tracks.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what yeah. you're talking about now.
1: Yeah. And it's the, you know, the cabinets tied together, you know, the whole thing. We sat down next to each other and we played. And then at another arcade, I found a Pac-Man machine in the back corner. 19,000 was the high score. I laughed heartily at that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you blindfold yourself? In. It's just about, yeah. <laughs> I popped my quarter in. Uh, My patterns all worked, just like they should, just like they do in the Namco uh, Museum collection on the PS3. <laughs> I had 19,000 beat with my first guy. But the weird thing was, it had to be like a bootleg version, or it had to have some kind of bootleg board in it, because it was the right cabinet and everything, and everything looked right. The patterns were all good. The fruit was coming up right, but the fruit... Listings down on the bottom of the screen were—it looked like it had come from a bar or something. Like one looked like, like a Long Island iced tea.
0: Another, like it all oh, like yeah. drinks and stuff. Yeah, you, know? you get one of the bootlegs. It Pickles was pig's feet. Pigs feet. Yeah. <laughs> Pack of smokes.
1: It was very odd, but the rest of the game was straight up Pac-Man. So, yeah, I did pretty nice. well on that. Uh, not too bad. Just one quarter, and that was that. I was done. I was like, I got my Pac-Man out. I'm good. <clears throat> I did some PSP Gravity Crash again. Love that game. Hell yeah. PS3. Uh, when I took the PS3 down <laughs> down the shore with me, mostly for Sync Star and Buzz. Yeah, my cousins weren't into Sync Star at all, really.
0: <laughs> then your cousins Except- you might as well write your cousins off. Just
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, one of it. my cousins, uh, her husband, uh, actually uh, picked out a song, and they were all like, "You're going to sing what?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was good. He was surprisingly good. You know, he, he sang uh, Beach Boys' uh, "Surfing USA," and nice. did quite well. It's um, always the quiet so ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a whole lot of sing star going on. Um, we did play Buzz a lot, and I was undefeated. And I was kind of feeling bad about it after a while. They're all like, Oh yeah, you you own the game. Of course I'm like, dude, this is like the first time I'm really playing it, alright? <laughs> because you either play online, which I never do, or you can't play. You know, it's a multiplayer game. So
0: Yeah. Well no, you can but, play yeah. it. You can play it single player, you're just playing against AI. Well, not
1: uh Buzz Quiz World.
0: Oh, you're playing Quiz World, okay.
1: Which right. is yeah, that's the one I popped in. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm a trivia guy. That's I've always been that way. So, yeah, I did well. Uh, popped in Gravity Crash and Critter Crunch uh, for my cousins to see. And they enjoyed both of those, actually. Uh, and High Velocity Bowling. Lou and I played that one afternoon while we were bored. Love that game. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. And she actually really was getting into that. And every time, you know, we'd wake up in the morning and we're getting ready to do stuff and we're trying to decide what to do. And she's like, "Let's play high velocity bowling real quick." <laughs> nice. So yeah.
2: Wonder if they'll put a move patch into that? Has anybody talked about? They that? are. Yeah, yeah, they are they're oh, doing that. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. They're
0: patching pain and they're patching high velocity bowling and there's a couple other games I think they're going to be patching as well. Well, Little Big Planet, oh, the first one's going to have a patch out for Move. Yep. And, it's yeah.
2: Perfect for the bowling. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, it'll be good.
1: So, when I came home, I decided to finally pop back in Force Unleashed, Star Wars Force Unleashed. Because uh, I have the Ultimate Shit Edition. <laughs> of course
0: you do. With, with so the uh, trophies. lightsabers, you know, and cosplay
1: a little and, bit. Maybe and do and some And Tatooine levels and the Jedi Temple. Yeah, so I'm playing that. Having fun. Fun, fun. Uh. A little, little bit of Just Cause too. Um, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just about another eight or ten hours or something like that. I'm up to fifty five hours now.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> well, I've been, I've been uh, hunting for stuff, and I actually picked up a couple trophies for. I think it was a hundred locations at a hundred percent, maybe or something like that. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot more stuff in it. Still no missions. (laughs) I'm
4: still (laughs) avoiding the missions.
1: (laughs) But I got to tell you, I'm I'm almost afraid to do the missions at this point because I've done so much in the game that, you know, the army is built up to a point where all I did was I walked into this village and I blew up a propaganda trailer and it was like level five military after me, two helicopter gunships. Uh, like a hundred guys coming at me from every direction. <laughs> Jeez, like,
0: this is not right. <laughs> so, well, yeah, you know, it, if you, it, when when you litter in that island, they they take it very seriously.
1: Yeah, it gets kind of tough. <laughs> um, and I popped in NHL 10 because I got that finally from uh, GameFly. So they live for another couple of weeks anyway.
0: <laughs> Stay of execution. And you know uh,
1: something that was brought up in that uh, Madden interview uh, that might have had people yelling at their uh, at their audio devices. Um,
0: <laughs> no, yelling he, at something random, you know. And,
1: yeah, you when he beer? brought up the new feature in Madden Eleven where you can jump right in and play the Super Bowl, and I said, "Oh, please tell the NHL guys about that."
3: Huh? Yeah, uh,
1: that was in. NHL Yeah, I never got the game, so I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> well, but you told the guys that work on the game that you didn't get 10 either, so it's not like you were keeping that a secret.
1: Yes, that's true, yes. So, the yeah, the the developers know that. They know that I'm a dirty, dirty uh, jerk who never yeah. got 10. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am playing it now because I want to see, and I I do have to say, you know... I don't know that it was worth the upgrade for me. I don't know that I would buy it at this point anyway. I mean, 11's coming out. But it does have some really good updates to it. I don't think it was enough for the position I was in because the only way I played uh, the last one, 09, was in the be-a-pro mode as a goalie. So that's all I did. And I was like six, seven years into my career... You know, I had made an NHL team, I had gotten traded and made the playoffs twice and got knocked out in the first round twice. I want to get to the cup and I want to do it with that player. So I don't want to just dump that whole career and start up a whole second game, you know, which uh, they're maybe doing something about. Uh, Maybe not in 11, but maybe for 12. Uh, I mentioned that. And one of the developers at E3 said well you know if you could uh, carry that uh, be a pro player over to the next version of the game would that entice you to buy the game? I was
0: like fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) why thank you
1: (laughs) and he said oh interesting interesting so I think they're aware of those issues and they may actually be working on something like that which would be critical
0: well if we get everything set up I think we might be talking to one of those gentlemen that we were talking to at E3 next month for the show
1: yeah, maybe so sort of yeah. about that. Yeah, but you know, all sports games really need to do that because especially MLB the show, man, it's it's 162 game season and you get deep into a career or you try, you know, and to drop it all and then start all over from scratch the next year. is just tough sometimes, you know, you don't have time to put all that time into a game and well, when you get a couple years into a career, you don't want to, I don't want to start over. You've,
0: you've, got other, you've got a lot of people like us, though, that play MLB every year. And the way that we go to, through road of the show, we're on our like fifth guy right now.
1: Yeah. So. Well, I mean,
0: you guys are. I, I don't have time for that. because we're all mental. I've got a life. It. You know, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did her picture come with a wallet? Or. <laughs>
1: No, she exists. Uh-huh. You heard her voice. I didn't just grab some random girl off the boardwalk last week. That could have been Snooky for all we know. <laughs> yeah, and and no, she's still alive after those pictures. I swear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> First thing that came to my head when I saw that, I'm like, oh my god, she looks like she's been being mauled by a bear.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Shave once in a while. Yeah, yeah,
1: and uh, actually, the last thing I've been playing, I I grabbed it last night. For the big contest going on on VG Evo, playing Earthworm Jim.
0: Groovy!
2: Yeah. So you're going to represent us well? You're going to win us a $10 gift card and yourself a whatever? Oh, fuck no.
0: (laughs) What good
1: are you? No, I don't know. Um, Well, see, I love that game. I was never great at it, but I'm a bit out of practice. Actually, you know what's funny? I played the demo on the 360 and I was like, eh, you know, it's Earthworm Jam, it's whatever. It's, it's the same thing, just high def. I played it with the PS3 last night and I found it so much easier to control with the PS3 controller for some reason. Yeah. I mean, definitely way easier than I ever did with the Genesis controller.
0: Well, but the um, Genesis controller was always really kind of a sloppy controller. That D-pad... Is nowhere near as good as like the Saturn pattern anything and, and yeah, that's one of the reasons yeah. I never liked the Genesis. To be honest, is the controller. I, I it was too big. I, I thought the buttons were just too mushy, and and I never liked the D pad on it. Um Well, I, this is on my list too, so we can talk about it. Joel, did you grab that demo too?
2: No, not yet. Oh, Okay. How much is the game? Is it ten bucks or fifteen? It's ten bucks. bucks. Yeah, it's ten
1: bucks. I I bought the full game and. You know, I played it for a couple hours last night. Uh, I got what I thought was a pretty decent score. I have no idea what anybody else's score is because apparently nobody bought it yet, or they all bought it on the 360. <laughs> so,
0: well, I, I think nabashine has a score up there that's just insane right now. So yeah, and his yeah. is on the
1: 360 as of well. Course. So it's, yeah, it, it, I looked at my friend's list and nobody had it. So see,
0: I always liked Earthworm Jim because of its uniqueness and its, you know, it, it's it's It was a really nice looking game, and it had a lot of good comedy in it and everything else, but I wasn't the biggest fan of the game overall because quite frankly, the controls are kind of mushy in the game, and it's a lot of very frustrating moments in it it's it's not just not very tight control, yeah and uh you know, I'm playing the demo and and I mean yeah, it looks great, I mean it looks fantastic better than I thought it was going to look, but i I couldn't pull the trigger on buying the game i I just couldn't do it. I because I have the SNES one and and I actually threw the SNES one in last night and I'm like yeah controls pretty much the same and you know I I just couldn't do it so maybe down the road but it, you know it's one of those things where nostalgia kind of makes you want to buy it and and ten bucks is definitely a good price for it but for me I was like oh, well you know I I can just play the SNES one even though there is extra stuff in these new yeah. one yeah. but uh, I heard the multiplayer really sucks in the in the HD game though.
1: I haven't tried that, but I have to say, you know, maybe I don't remember really how far I got. Uh, A lot of it looked familiar, but I feel it felt to me like I could control it way better than I ever could before. It felt that I got farther than I ever did before. Whether that's reality or not, I don't know, because I don't really remember how far I got in the original one. I never finished it. I know that. I rarely finished... Uh, any of those games because I was way way deep into the uh, sports games on yeah. the Genesis for the f- most part.
0: I finished um, the second one. I never finished the first one because it got too frustrating. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, but yeah, I'm having fun with it. So I need to keep playing that. Uh, I think the well the contest was supposed to end this Friday night, but he's considering uh, pushing it back another week because a lot of people just haven't had time this week right to play it right so yeah but i'm going to i'm going to keep trying i'm going to try to win us something
0: cool get, get it we, done we should
2: probably exp- we should probably explain this to the listeners there's a contest on VG Evo where a community member Nabachine, challenged a bunch of the podcast hosts to a score chase last year he did a contest for Valkyria Chronicles i think it was the first person to beat it in a certain time period right
0: yeah Yes. And that's and that's when Chris Rickill from uh, Indus actually decided <laughs> to take a day off of work and stay home and play it.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus, hey,
2: you yeah, know what? If he's rumored to win this contest
1: as well, <laughs> yeah. if if I wasn't working on the house at the time, I would have done the exact same thing.
3: <laughs> Jeez,
1: I just didn't even have a system hooked up when that contest was going on last year, but. uh Yeah, um, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to try to get us something. I I don't know. We'll see how how good I can do here. Um, But that's really the last game I played.
0: All right. Well, uh, before we get to what what I played, I watched Kick-Ass last night, and I have to talk about it because, holy shit, this movie was way better than I thought it was going to be. A lot of times when people kind of oversell a movie to me, like, oh, my God, you got to see it. I'm usually kind of going, oh, all right. Like, I haven't seen Inception yet, which that's just because I haven't had the time. But I, I downloaded it off the PSN store because I-, I-, I do want to buy the Blu-ray. But I'm like, you know, I've been burned lately. So I, I kind of want to just watch it. So I grabbed it off the PSN store last night. And, um, oh, my God, this movie's awesome. i awesome. I-, I can't believe, number one, it even got made because it's ultra violent. And it's just it's crazy shit. But it's so well done. It's so well written. It's so well acted. It's just it's a it's a live comic book. It really is. It's it, it takes you through the whole gamut of, you know, over-the-top action with some emotional stuff. And Nicolas Cage is even good in it. Nicolas freaking Cage was actually good in something. <laughs> oh, bitch and technology. Oh,
2: Dude, Nicholas Cage was awesome in Valley Girl. All right, his early <laughs> no. movies—he's really good in his early movies. It's The Rock and After, well, <laughs> right, about, right about that time.
0: I Valley like Girl the rock is one and of my Air, favorite movies of all time.
2: Him.
1: Yeah,
0: well, yeah. All right, so, but <laughs> I, uh, holy shit, I love this movie to death. I encourage anyone that's ever written a, or read a comic book, check it out. Uh, one person on Twitter is like, "Ah, oh, totally sucked. It wasn't as good as the books." I never read the book, so fuck off. I, I, I really fucking enjoyed this movie. That I, I, was everything from a comic book movie that I would expect. So, man, I was pleasantly shocked. So definitely check it out. Uh, for games, I'll be reviewing Tales of, Tales of Monkey Island, but I've been playing a lot of that. Also been playing Madden 11, which showed up today, but I can't talk about it until Monday. I will definitely get a written review up uh, when the embargo lifts on Monday. Uh, we also got the p s p version, but I think I found out one of the things that the uh that that incremental firmware update that six three one fixes because i don 't have it on my p s p three thousand yet the new firmware and madden won 't load so <laughs> we 'll find out maybe this will be a really short review next week for it uh and we 're going to hold the review off for uh on the show we're i 'll just do some quick uh You know views about it next week, because Joel wants to review that as well. So we'll hold off on the full review for a couple weeks. Which is fine, because I actually would like to have extra time with it. Uh, Played some more Battlefield Bad Company 2. We're kind of getting back into that a little bit. Played with Bleak Harvest and them guys. Uh, Still having a great time with that game. Uh, The aforementioned Earthworm Jim HD demo. Also played some more of the Cannon Lynch 2 demo. I I do think it's a better game than the first one. I just don't know if I'm going to buy this game. (laughs) I really don't think I'll buy it. I'm not sure. Uh, and then I have the Japanese PSN version of Gate of Thunder on my PS3 for my Japanese account. <clears throat> and this is a uh, Turbo Graphics shmup. Uh, one of the very first games to use the Super CD upgrade for the Turbo Graphics when it came out. Uh, it's the memory upgrade that was built into the Turbo Duo. Essentially, one of still one of the best shmups on the Turbo Graphics. Uh, great CD music. A lot of fun, some really cool elements like things from the background that come into the into the the plane of of the game that you're on, you know, and you have to interact with those. Uh, very challenging schmup, but very satisfying. And the PSN version's perfect. The music is great. Uh, the, the The gameplay is exact, you know, and and it's really really well done. So I, I played that the other night. I don't know why. I've been on a real Turbo Graphics kick lately, so. Played... Uh, God, that game is so awesome. They better bring that out over here. Uh, some more Gravity Crash on the PSP, which, man, that's such a great fit on the PSP. Also, uh, last night with uh, Will, uh, UN Cyrus, uh, Will from The Tester, got on and played with him and a couple other people, uh, some Uncharted 2 online, playing Deathmatch. Oh, boy, I I really suck at that game now. I, wow. Oof. I uh, went about the new map packs, because I needed to do that anyway. And uh, I kind of figured out that I haven't played that game online since Extra Life last year. And I think because I essentially played it for 14 hours that day. So I just kind of needed a break from it. But, uh, man, we had a lot of fun last night. But, boy, did I suck. So my apologies to to uh, my teammates because I'm, I'm sure I brought us down a couple notches.
2: <laughs> so you played the co-op mode, I take it?
0: No, we were just playing death match, team deathmatch. But, boy, oh, I, okay. I was sucking hard. And we were playing we this one to the get on guy there. last night. He we sucked. Get
1: there he there sucked so bad. <laughs> he was one of the suckiest bunch of sucks, sucks that, ever that ever sucked. sucked.
0: <laughs> Homer.
1: Oh, I got to go. My damn wiener kids are listening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, there was this dude on the other team last night. We got to him a few times and he just, you couldn't kill the guy. You just couldn't kill the guy. I, I would shoot him like 10 times. He would not die. I, I, I don't know, because none of us could kill the dude, so he was always first on the other team. But uh, man, those new maps are insane. I uh, there's a couple that are so crazy, and like you, there's a couple where you're you're on a couple of different high rises, and you think you can jump over to the other building, and eh, no, you can't. So <laughs> I fell to my death a couple times. But man, that game just <laughs> continues to impress. I, I fucking love that game. So definitely gonna make an effort to get back online with that one a little bit more. Uh, and last but not least, of course, because gruel is beating my fucking score and that is not going to hold, uh, (laughs) played some more Zen pinball on the new Mars table. Uh, gruel apparently just had one of those Zen moments on, on a table and, uh, he got like 15 million. So he's beating me right now. And yeah, that's just not, that's just not going to happen. So I'm at about 12 something, 12 million something. So, I'm gonna keep working on that and beat his score. So uh, epic score chase going on on, on Zen Pinball right now. Uh, catch the fever if you want, but man, that that Mars table is just—it's tough. It, it's you. I mean, you can get a multiplier going, and it still doesn't do you any good because you have to like chain the different missions together and getting to the side channel on the right side is really really tough uh, because the ball doesn't come off the flipper doesn't come off the left flipper right the way it should. So if you don't time it exactly right, you're either gonna be going up the middle or you're gonna be going off the right uh the right bouncer. It's it's man, it's it's a tough table, but I it's very satisfying. It is awesome. And the fact that they've got custom soundtracks on Zen Pinball is great because man, I can just get it get going in a groove and, and play that game for a long time. So highly recommended that table. Uh it is it is really, really awesome. So yeah, that's about Sony, it. I'm just I'd I fifty. Yeah, so yeah, cheap. definitely. Those tables are so cheap and they're and they're great. They're they're so well done, and it's it's such a great game. It, it, it's it, you know it's kind of fancy pinball. Uh, I still think the physics are a little bit too good sometimes, or the ball just spins way too much. But uh, I I I do think it's one of the more solid pinball games on any console. Essentially, uh, it definitely does feel better to me than uh, than Pinball FX, which is this is actually done by the same uh, development team that did pinball effects but it just feels a little more solid on the ps3 and i don't know if it's because of the controller because i'm not pulling those stupid triggers back on the ps3 or what but i just because i play the 360 one still but i i just really think it feels better on the ps3 maybe i'm just a fanboy i'm sure that's what it is yeah, well yeah you yeah. are but yeah.
1: did you <laughs> did you ever grab the uh williams collection update for the ps3 not yet okay
0: why what's what's it fixed no, I don't
1: I don't know. Um, then why'd I you bring it up?
0: Because
1: uh, <laughs> I was going to ask. I don't remember. I got it for, uh, I don't remember which, PS3 or 360. I got it for one of them. Um, but uh, yeah, beyond it being high def, I was just wondering what your take on it was, uh, since we both have like the PS2 and the PSP versions and all of that. I'm um, not there.
0: You know, it's funny. I don't play the PS3 one enough. I, I play the PSP one all the time because it's so convenient. But yeah. the PS3 one is damn good. And, uh, you know, the, the the graphics obviously are better than the PSP version. Uh, the physics are actually really good on most of the tables. There's one table I had a problem with, but it also has more tables. It has, I want to say, three more tables than the PSP version. So, like, No More Gophers is on there and uh, a couple other ones upstairs. So... PS3 one's great, and you can get it dirt cheap nowadays. Yeah. Highly recommended. I mean, you get a ton of pinball games, and there really isn't a stinker in that bunch. Unlike the Gottlieb collection, which... Gottlieb has some good tables, but there's some real stupid ones, too. I think the worst one in the Williams collection is probably Jive Time. <laughs> it's just an old table, and it's an <laughs> old design. <laughs> yeah, It's an old design, and there's really not much going on. But I mean, there's some I'll take awesome the ocean, pibbles.
2: drag it through the garden. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> nah. It's it's Williams collection is is by far one of the best pinball collections on any platform whatsoever. Seriously, it's very well done.
2: Yeah, I think I saw it for ten bucks used. Yeah,
0: day. I think new you can get it for ten or fifteen bucks now. It's it's I know it's ten bucks on PSP right now on the, on PSN. I think if I remember correctly. So yeah. Oh man. You know, I'm a a little mental for pinball, so I like playing them. Anyway. All right. Uh, I think that's all for me for what I played. So I actually wrote it down this week. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, (laughs) God damn. What would you forget?
1: No, I just remembered. um, I didn't forget something. I just remembered something. Um, You guys were talking about the digital comics last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I fired up my digital comics that I had, which are pretty much all the free ones that were available <laughs> <Of> course, because <laughs> I'm a cheap bastard uh, with something, or something. I'm a cheap bastard. Um, but uh, yeah, one thing that I have a problem with and you guys didn't seem to talk about this or you guys didn't seem to have a problem with it uh, with the auto flow that they have going on, which is sweet, you know, mm-hmm. it works very nice, but there are times when it just cuts off, a lot of the artwork, you know, as it moves from spot to spot, like the, the comic I was reading, it would get down into the bottom right corner, but it would focus on the top half of that panel just because that's where all the text was. And then it would move on to the other side. And I thought, wait a second, something's missing there. And I would pull back and zoom out and I'd see that it just totally skipped, you know, a whole section huh. there because there really wasn't any. And then on the next page, like right after the text, it pulled back a little so that you could see the full panel, and then, after like a beat, it then it moved over to the next page., oh, so it seems okay. like you know however they're programming it sometimes it's done really good, sometimes it's done not so good, even within the same book
0: okay, um, and you tried it
2: you tried all the free ones, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did notice that. I did notice that as well. It, you can use the controller, though. I think, and just kind of swing your view a little bit to the side to kind of see that. But if you, yeah, if you don't can. know what, if you don't know what's there, you'll just completely miss it. Yeah,
1: and that's one of the things that I really, you know, I appreciate that you can just, you know, hit a button and it moves from spot to spot to spot, and that's all great. But you know, when it skips some areas, it does get a little annoying. You know. I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, with newer releases that they've got a better handle on it and they're just programming them a little bit better now. But I don't know. Maybe I'll have to
2: actually buy one and find out. Uh. Hmm. <laughs>
0: We've got a
2: couple on our shared account you can check out. Eee! There you go.
0: All right. Oh, uh, one thing before we go to break, and that was kind of a PAX update because I've gotten a few messages. Yes, we definitely want to – I definitely want to meet up with everybody I because I, we've gotten a couple, hey, let's go out and have a beer. Uh, and it was kind of funny because the one last week that was actually Firefox, I'm like, dude, why don't you say you're Firefox because I was giving them some shit. Um, yeah, seriously, definitely. If, if, we maybe we'll start a thread on VGivo like if there's people out there that want to meet up. Uh, I don't know the area. So if you guys want to meet at a bar, f- find one and pick one and, and we'll go. You know, we'll go hang out. Uh also I d- we just got an email from uh uh this guy Mike. His PSN ID is ryf R- R- 28 Uh and he says that he heard that we were all going and we're not uh you know, I wanted Joel and Josh to go but they're little bitches so they they decided not to go. So it's just me going, but uh <laughs> I'm kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You know until nine o'clock I, i'm I'm old now, so I have to go have my prunes and go to bed, but <laughs> uh, but I do strongly encourage everyone, like i said they they're doing the uh the extra life party on Friday night at the Fox Sports Grill. Uh, it's thirty bucks to get in, but it's all going to the charity, and it's an open bar, so <laughs> what more can you ask for? But uh, you know, go over to extralife.sarcasticgamer.com and check it out uh, and register because I'm definitely going to be there, and I know Rothbard's going to be there and a few other people that we know. Uh, but yeah, I will. I'm I'm totally there for the social aspect of this, and I definitely would love to hang out with whoever's there. I I really would love to meet the crazy people that actually sit down and listen to this crap for two hours every week or more. Okay, two hours is being really generous, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Well, if you take commercials out, it's like one and a half, <laughs> I think. Well, so- I think
1: we're over 2 hours already.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. All the uh all the soliciting that we're doing or or whatever it was. But yeah. No, I I would definitely love to to hang out. So, um maybe I'll try to do something like that. I'll I'll start a thread on VG Evo or something. But uh if you guys just cuz I want all the Seattle minds to get their minds together, you know, and and so we're not saying, well, this guy says this and this guy says this figure it out you know i i don't know the area and i'm actually getting there wednesday afternoon so i i i did that intentionally so maybe i'll have a little bit of time to go kind of check out seattle so if anybody's got any ideas hey, i'm i'm up for it so uh wear your flannel wear my flannel yeah and <laughs> take some uh some indigo girls songs with me and or what i don't know so
2: <laughs> did you get your microsoft tour all lined up
0: uh no we're not supposed to talk about that uh but oh sh- oh i'm sorry yeah Damn. douche uh, <laughs> now they're gonna That's know right, that i've changing. been telling people about my interview That's, i mean uh why do
2: you think josh and i came over here i mean there's this <laughs> there's a larger plan here <laughs> no?
0: well i figured one day podcasting would get me a job at microsoft and i think hopefully this day has come i'm not sure yeah i said good luck buddy good luck <laughs> <laughs> vice president monkey boy okay. <laughs> oh shit um yeah so definitely i i please please uh let let me know i i am i i'm going into a foreign land so i, I really can't di- dictate too much about what we're gonna do or whatever and i really don't want to I, i'd like to see what seattle has to offer if you guys know anything so yeah definitely all right let's take a break and uh we'll stop this rambling and when we come back we'll uh kind of teaser new contest that we're waiting on the uh, prizes for. I'll talk a little bit about uh, Tales of Monkey Island, some emails, and we'll see what other silliness we can talk about. Eff it, I cracked the beer, so I'm ready to go. Uh, first off, we want to talk. We had this idea a while back. I think Joel actually came up with this idea, if I remember correctly. I want to make sure you get your your just just desserts for this one. We've had some really cool designs in My Nation Racers for like PS Nation cars and things like that, and that kind of got our gears grinding in our heads about. Maybe we should have a contest for Modern Nation Racers, like a design contest. So we don't know the specifics yet. We don't know what we're going to do, if we're going to say, like, best PS Nation theme car, best whatever. Uh, we'll have that next week, because we were going to announce it this week, but we, I got a hold of uh, Sony's marketing department and worked with them, and apparently they're sending us some prizes so we don't know what we're getting and and we didn't want to like (laughs) we didn't want to say what it was and everything if we didn't know what the prizes were so we don't know any of the details yet it's kind of based on what they sent us and uh you know all that kind of stuff so uh if you're doing something in Mod nation racers or if you planned on doing some designs in Mod nation racers you might want to think about starting uh at least a car if not more but uh you might want to start about it start thinking about it i think More than likely, it's going to be a pretty cool prize, but again, who knows? It could be a bath towel, for all we know. So, but we wanted—sweet, yeah. Actually, would actually be kind of sweet. So, we just kind of wanted to get that idea in people's heads, uh, so that you're kind of ready for it when we come out with this contest next week. But I think it's going to be pretty fun, Uh, man. The designs we've seen so far are just mind blowing. So, uh, I I really can't wait to see what people come up with. (laughs) And then you get—we can all drive around in PS Nation cars.
1: I am never getting out of my flyer mobile.
0: You will. It will happen. Never. <laughs> we should, we Bring should get back you Christmas a Christmas spirit. <laughs> never. <laughs> we should get you a car with a picture of Tori spelling on the hood. <laughs> In other words, a picture you know, of a horse. That would be
1: hot. <laughs> <laughs> if I can get a if I can get a car with a grumple on
0: it, then I'm all set. Uh, that wouldn't even be hot to blind people. <laughs> What the hell is this thing? Duh! Alright, well, uh, a game I've really wanted to review for a long time, and I just really haven't gotten a lot of chances to play it. Uh, So I kind of dug in this week and and started really hammering away on it, because I love the series, I love this kind of game, and and I'm very fortunate to have this one. I'm very glad they brought it on the PS3. Uh, Tales of Monkey Island, which is... A long-running series. It started way back in the in the old PC days, you know, with uh, the, the the Maniac Mansions and and those kind of things. And Monkey Island was actually kind of one of the first of the big series that LucasArts had back in the day uh, with their famous Scum Engine SCUMM, uh, which was a point-and-click adventure at the time. So you would you would have you know, a side view of what's going on and you would use your mouse and you click on different things with the scum system. uh, What it was, was a contextual menuing system. So if you had your mouse over a certain item that you could interact with, you could pull pull up a menu. But if it was a different item that had a different way that you could interact with it, the menu would be contextual and would be different for that item. Uh, Which back then, that was very revolutionary. It was, it was a huge deal back then. Um, So, and they actually remade Monkey Island 1 and 2 for the PC. I think it's out on the 360 right now. I don't think the remakes are on the PS3. But uh the remakes are really nice, but the remakes are still like retouched art and everything from the 2D days. So the character is still kind of a sprite and you know they just made him look better and and all the background graphics and everything are kind of static, you know there might be an animated thing like a guy swinging around on a ceiling fan, stuff like that, but kind of static. You're still seeing everything from the side view. So Tails is actually kind of, it's the same game, essentially. It's in the series, but everything's done in a polygon 3D environment to a certain extent. Uh, it's not free roaming like like some other games have been, so you still have kind of a fixed camera when you're walking around, but it, the the world is in 3D when you're walking around, So which is a plus and a minus in some instances. Uh the cool part about it is they got most of the voice actors back that did a lot of the special editions for the earlier games. So that's one plus right there. Uh but basically the Monkey Island series is a story about this guy uh, Guybrush Threepwood who I I it's been a long time since I played the first game but basically I think he was just like a mop boy on a pirate ship in the first game and and Throughout all these adventures and everything, he becomes a pirate, and he becomes you know the the feared pirate guy Guybrush streepwood trademark. Uh, they always put trademark by that when they when they put it up in the text. It's <laughs> just great. Uh, now the cool thing about Tales is it was actually worked on by a couple of the original people. So Ron Gilbert, who of course is now behind uh, the game. Uh, oh shit! What is that? The Deathbringer Deathstalk. What is it? Was that game that just came? Death Bank. Uh, that's Ron Gilbert's company uh, for Deathsmack. So uh, Dave Grossman, who co-designed the original two games in the series, and uh, this guy Michael Stemmy, who uh, did some of the writing and everything else, and Ron Gilbert, actually were all involved in this in this Tales of Monkey Island game. So it's th- kind of a big deal because you're getting a lot of that original humor. You're getting that same style. Uh, and this is also a series that, um, oh, no, I'm forgetting his name. That's wonderful. Uh the guy that did Brutal Legend and everything else I just can't think of his name at the moment. Uh Tim Shafer. Tim Shafer. Tim Shafer was behind these as well. He was a writer on these and everything else and and you know this is that whole pool of of really funny game makers back then. They all worked on these games. So Tales originally came out I believe in like 2007 ish around that area for or no, actually last year it looks like uh, for the PC, so it came out on the PC and on Mac and everything else, and then they started porting it. So that I think there's a port for the Wii, and there's now a port for the PS3. Uh, it's episodic, like the Sam and Max games, and actually the Sam and Max games were again kind of from the same cloth, you know, the the same scum engine stuff and everything else. Uh, but the Monk Island is definitely the the longest running series, and it's it's a fun game. It's a, it's a really well done game. Great comedy, you know, you can't do something wrong. You can't die in this game, which is great. You know, it's, it's all about exploring. It's all about these crazy puzzles that you would never think about. It's all about, I mean, you actually want to sit through this and listen to the dialogue because it's quite funny. Uh, and they've really captured the spirit of the series. They Honestly, they have. It, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, I think the only minuses about the game that I can really find are sometimes it does get a little... Tedious to a certain extent. You know, some of the puzzles they have where you have to follow a map, you have to keep going back to the map and find out what you have to do next. Like one of them is all about the sounds you hear and what path you're going to go to. Uh, They got a little tedious because you keep going back to the map to find out what sound do I have to listen for next, that kind of thing. Uh, But also uh, looking at everything because when you want to look at something, if there's an item that you can look at and interact with, a little red circle appears on it. And you can actually use the right stick, and it shows everything that, that you can kind of get to. But even then, to try to select something that you see that you're supposed to be able to select sometimes is is pretty tough to do. So that's really my my two major gripes with the game is, is, is are those two things there, and it's really user interface more than anything else. Uh, does it break the game? Absolutely not, not at all. Uh, the game is still very fun, very playable, wonderfully written, uh, just some incredibly funny stuff not just the lines but the ridiculous crap that you have to go through uh you know to to do certain things uh you'll see some f- callbacks from the past i mean lechuck Le is in this obviously who is the uh, the pirate in in all almost all the different games i think he's in all the games actually uh, so lechuck is there and, and and your wife and and all these other characters uh, the the voodoo ladies in it so if you know the series at all you're going to love it if you don't know the series and this is your first monkey island game by no means is that a bad thing. Uh, this, this is a very... It does a very good job of explaining to you some of the stuff from the past. And it does a very good job of saying, okay, well, this lady's here because she was in the first couple of games and blah, blah, blah. They break that fourth wall every now and then as well. So they'll explain shit to you. Uh, but if you did play the series, it's a great continuation... It's very very well done. I think the 3D stuff looks great. It looks very clean. It's definitely not the best looking game you'll ever see, but it's very very solid. Uh, so I'm giving this a B plus. I think it's awesome. So uh, I think it's like twenty bucks right now for everything on the PSN. And even if it's thirty, it's worth it. Seriously, it's it's. It's kind of a callback to the past, but they brought it into modern times, and I think they did a, a wonderful job with it. So uh, it's a graphical adventure, though. This isn't you going in and shooting guys, and this isn't you, you know, actively walking around shooting things. It's you're you're looking at an item, you're pointing at it, you're trying to combine it with other stuff. There's no hit points or anything else. You know, it's none of that crap. Uh, it's it's a graphical adventure, and. It, it takes me back. I mean, I was playing these games so much when I was younger. So, yeah, very, very good job. B-plus all the way.
2: Now, do they have uh, voice uh, acting in the game as well? Fully or is it voiced. just all text? Fully voiced. Fully voiced.
0: Yep. And the voice acting's really good. I have not had a voice yet that's been bad. So, yeah, uh, very well done. And it's actually, they did some special editions for the first two when they redid them. And it's actually a lot of the same voice actors from those games. So there's a little bit of continuity there as well. I will say though, if I had this on the Mac or PC, I'd like it a little bit more because, you know, the point and click interface with the mouse and keyboard is preferred, which sucks. I wish they would have done wow. a mouse interface on the PS3. Yeah, exactly. You think it they would supported. have, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't do it. Unfortunately, just no.
1: Yeah, it rarely gets used, and it's I don't get a it. Big shame.
0: I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So no, uh, you know, if you want to re- read more about it, there's stuff out on Wikipedia. Um, you know, I, I might even record some of the footage and put up on our site if I have time. Uh, that kind of thing. I, mean, I I really firmly believe this is a great one. And again, this is from Telltale Games, who brought us Sam and Max, and they've been bringing us a lot of the other games like that. Um, they're doing a great job. But having some of the original guys behind it is really uh, one of the best best things about it because it has that style, it has that feel, that that intangible. You know, the intangible thing about yes, this is a Monkey Island game. So, very, very happy with it. All right. On to emails. (laughs) Anyone? Anyone? Anyone want to take the first one?
2: Okay, I'll take it.
0: (laughs) I didn't even look at it, so.
2: Hey, guys. Rat Maestro here. I was just wondering, could you guys name your favorite game developers and one of your favorite games that they made? Sorry, Targo. Nothing but about first-person shooters or sports (laughs) games. We all know how much you love them. For me, I like Insomniac, Naughty Dog, Rare, and Dice. My favorite games they made, Mirror's Edge, Uncharted, War of Monsters, and Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Thanks, guys, and keep up the good work. And that, again, is from Rat Maestro.
0: All right. Joel?
2: Oh, geez. Uh, probably <laughs> Q Games right now. The Pixel Junk series. Is, I really like those guys. I think it's just the hot flavor for me at the moment. Otherwise, Naughty Dog, I guess. Uncharted and Ratchet and Clank, no Jack and Dexter, excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't really, I don't really it have a, a, tough a favorite developer. I buy whatever game looks good. I mean, that, there are certain developers that I usually make good games. So when I see something that I might be kind of, sort of questionable on because it's made by that developer, I might grab it.
0: <laughs> and Josh, so. whoever developed uh, Just Cause Two, I assume.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Actually, I have a bunch that I really like. I mean, of course, yeah, me Rockstar I love, but uh, Team Ico, um, mm. Shadow of the Colossus and Ico, uh, uh, that game company, you know? Yes. And Flow and Flower, and I'm dying to play Journey now. Um Sony London for all of SingStar. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, actually, I mean, there is something to be said about that. I mean, it, it's a long-running series. It's obviously very popular, not, just not as much in North America. But, I mean, those games are great. It, it does such a good job at yeah. what it's supposed to do. And, and you know, it's really tough. I, I'm sure it's way more difficult to figure out how somebody's actually singing a song than we realize. And the, yeah, and the fact that they do vibrato now is just amazing. Vibrato. Yeah.
1: And I do, I love Insomniac, I love Naughty Dog. I um, See, I've been a Naughty Dog fan back from Crash Bandicoot on the PS1. Right. So, yeah, I'm a long-time Naughty
0: Dog fan. But not Way of the Warrior? No. Oh, God. Oh! Hmm. Uh, you know, with me, I'm going to have more than one. Uh. Obviously, he says DICE right here. DICE, the Battlefield series, my god. That series changed my perspective on a lot of things and uh, really got me online. Uh, But obviously id Software. Id Software, I'm a total whore for them. I still play Wolfenstein 3D. I I literally still play that game. Uh, Doom was such a big deal when it came out for me. I I played it constantly. And we were just talking about uh, last weekend, my buddy and I were talking about when that tech demo leaked for Quake. And it was just this one level you could kind of tool around in it. There was nobody to kill in it. There was nothing you could do. We tooled around in that thing for hours (laughs) because it was the coolest thing we'd ever seen. Uh, But the amount of time that I spent in Quake World alone on a 56k modem playing online with all these other people in Quake, it will never be rivaled again by me. There's no way I'll ever spend that much time on one game. Descent, you know, from Interplay, I don't remember who the actual developers were. I think it was Volition. Well, Volition did Free Space. I don't think they did the... uh, the first Descent games, but uh, Descent one and two, you know, I had
3: this mm, yeah.
0: really kick ass Microsoft force feedback joystick that was awesome in, in Descent. And, you know. which I, the the big uh, like flight stick one. It was yeah, it was all one unit, but the yeah. throttle was a little dial, and of course, it yeah, worked on Windows ninety eight, and then fucking XP <laughs> came out, and they didn't add. It's a Microsoft joystick, and they didn't add support for that joystick in XP. Fuck you, Microsoft! Yeah. Fuck you in that the ass. That stick was
1: awesome. Yes. I used that for X-wing and Tie Fighter and all those. And I, I love that. I was going to
0: bring that up too. You know the X-wing and, and the Tie Fighter games. You know I did some really late testing on on uh, X-wing and I, I man, when X-wing versus Tie Fighter came out and it was on MSN Gaming Zone, fucking a, I played that so much. I, I you know Wing Commander's the same way. My cousin and I used to play Wing Commander like crazy. But Descent Free Space, holy shit, it was so well done, you know, and, and such a great game. But uh, Descent, you know, there was this guy, and I think there's still something out there. It's kind of a little game spy type program, but this guy d- created this thing called Kali that was a TCP IP wrapper for IPX because a lot of stuff online, a lot of games like Duke Nukem, 3D, and, and all those other games were only made for IPX lands. They weren't made for TCPIP because back then it was all IPX, it was all Novell. So, but the internet, all the protocols you use on the internet are obviously TCP/IP. So he he created a way to kind of wrap over that IPX, and to fool your computer into thinking that you were on a LAN, and you could play all these LAN-only games online. And <clears throat> you know, you paid like ten bucks and you had a lifetime subscription to it. It was awesome. I mean, there were all these games. I didn't work in an office like that. So here now, all of a sudden, I'm playing Doom online and I'm playing Descent online and all these other freaking games. I mean, it was the greatest thing ever. Um, you know, more modern. Yeah, I'm going to say Naughty Dog. I freaking love Naughty Dog. I think they're amazing. I, for, I, I just, they're great people too, you know, and, and, uh, but, you know, DICE is still there and, and they're still making great games. I was getting a little worried after, what was that one? Modern Combat or whatever on, uh, the original Xbox and PS2. That game sucked. But, uh, you know, they're still, they're still showing support for PC, which is awesome. Um, Gosh, there's so many. I mean, Interplay was such a big deal back then with a lot of games, and but id I mean, out of the classic ones, id I mean, I still play Quake Three constantly. So well,
2: you mentioned X Wing. Oh. Wasn't X Wing by Lucas Arts?
0: Yeah, X Wing was Lucas yes. Arts. Two, uh, Tie Fighter and then X Wing versus Tie Fighter. I, I really wish they bring back that series. But um, back you know, the,
2: then, Lucas Arts was the shiznit. Oh my because- god. They had, I mean, they don't anymore. Times have no. really changed, but back then, if Lucas LucasArts put it out, I knew it was going to be a good game yeah. and I'd buy it.
0: They yeah. were, you know, talking about Monkey Island, that was all LucasArts, you know, so they had yep. the Monkey Island series, they had... Uh, Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle, which was the sequel to Maniac Mansion, which was uh, a great game, especially on CD, because uh, the voice of the main character was actually Les Nessman from WKRP, uh, <laughs> uh, Sanderson. Uh, but you the know, Indiana you had Jones games, Indiana Jones, quickly. Fate of Atlantis, and then uh, Infernal Machine was later on. But Fate of Atlantis was an amazing game. Um, you had Full Throttle, which was like you're this big motorcycle like biker, you know, and everything. Problem with Full Throttle was it was a great game, but it was over way too quickly. Um, you know, but you had Lucasarts, but then you also had Sierra doing the King's Quest series, and the and the yeah, um,
1: I didn't oh, yeah. know we were going back that far, but well, I would but have jumped all me, over Sierra.
0: But for me, yeah. you know, that was. That was when I didn't have a job and that was when I was in school but Jesus I had so much time. I still remember playing Manhunter, the Manhunter series. There was uh New York and San Francisco. And those games were balls nasty hard. Like you had to go to the the, the tip line. And back then we didn't have the internet, so we had to call an 8 or 900 number for tips. And oh, we had to pay that? like yeah. Huh. I mean, we girls
1: <laughs> I never I never did that. I had the uh I had the little booklets the book. for the Sierra adventure games with the pen, yeah. With the pen yeah. yeah. That you could the invisible ink pen. You could just uh, rub <laughs> it over the answer, and then boom, yep. the answer would appear.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you know, back then Falcon Three uh, or you know Falcon Three O, and and uh, there was actually a really great one. Wow, I'm getting way off on a tangent, but even back then, Microprose was huge on, on simulations, and they oh, did this. Yeah, they did this. Yeah, um, seriously. Oh fuck! What was the game called? It was a World War One simulator for flying. And my buddy and I used to play it over our 9600 baud modems because you could only play uh, – it was only EGA graphics, and you could play it just one person against one person. We played for hours, Knights of the Sky. Knights of the Sky was so damn good back then. But,
1: I mean – Well, they did Flight Simulator originally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They were the first – yeah, they yeah. started it, and then Microsoft basically took it over.
0: Yeah, yeah. Microprose was huge, you know, and, and – I, oh, I mean, another, a good, another great one that I wish they bring back, especially with that damn force feedback joystick I had, was uh, Interstate 76, which there was a sequel and I-86 uh-huh. and everything on the fucking consoles, but it was terrible. Interstate 76 was so badass. I mean, it, was, it took place in 76, you know, and but it was car combat. So you'd have all these decked-out pimp cars, and you're trying to blow each other up and everything. There was a story mode through it, but you could play online, and there was this really cool feature where you could... Like I had it set up on the on the hat on my joystick. So I would point left on the hat to go out my left window and I would have a pistol out the left window instead of using all the rockets and everything. And if you could shoot <laughs> the driver, the driver's head would hit the steering wheel and the car would stop. And 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 it would stay on the, the game area the whole time. So you'd drive by it and all you hear is Meer. Because his head was still on the on the steering wheel, <laughs> but you could shoot out a guy's tire and like that with that force feedback joystick I had, all of a sudden it would start pulling me to the right or left depending on what tire got blown out. It was That's so, awesome. And then MechWarrior Two Mercenaries, oh! oh yeah, MechWarrior Two Mercenaries I spent so much time on, and with that force feedback joystick, like if you would take a whenever that thing would move because you're in this fifty foot mech. Yeah, it, The right foot would come down. It would jerk you to the right, and then it would jerk you to the left, and oh, it was so fucking awesome. And then when they brought the th- oh god, I could talk for hours. <laughs> There's so well, many. What great
1: about games. Uh, a broader bund? The, mm-hmm.
0: oh, the, oh, yeah,
1: broader However the you Lode want to name them, and, they, yeah, load runner. <sighs> and they they were just everything they brought out. I was every time I saw speed. their name on something, I was like, ooh, yeah, good stuff.
0: Well, even back then, accolade. I mean, hardball on the Commodore yeah. 64 and on the Apple Oh, GS. Yeah. Hardball was amazing. I played
1: Hardball for hours and hours yeah. and hours and hours. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, was such a great game back in the day,
2: yeah. I mean,
0: back then, Activision was actually a cool company. <laughs> yeah. Look how times have changed.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of a more recent one. This is back a generation or two, but not as far back. Factor 5. Yeah. I used to like a lot, but mm-hmm. they've, yep. they're have no longer in their former glory. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Lair. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean there's a ton out there that i really like and and obviously i've proven that but you know i grew up with the the computer gaming i actually was not allowed to have a console in my house my dad had a 2600 we had the fairchild i always talk about that because everybody's like oh 2600 is the first i ever had which is a lot of people but uh there was one called the the fairchild channel f and and my dad had had bought that it was before the 2600 was even anywhere and anywhere and um any console I had was at my father's house. My mom would not let me have a console in the house, and um, she thought it would like rot my brain or something. Obviously, she was right. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but I won. You know, I went to Catholic school, and and my parents would work bingo for the church, so I had to go with them because I couldn't be left at home alone. Obviously, like now, and um, one night I won bingo. I won blackout so I won $150, and I went and bought a Commodore 64. What my parents didn't realize is that you could buy games on cartridge that were way better than Atari 2600, and you could play them on the Commodore 64, you could use your Atari 2600 joystick on it, it plugged right in, and they were none the wiser. So that's kind of how I kind of backdoored into having video games in in the house I lived in most of the time.
1: I'm telling. Well,
0: she knows now, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) they have a PS3 in their house now, they can't say anything, but You know, and then I got my Apple II GS, and, I mean, it was so funny when we were playing Hardball on both systems. We'd have them both going at the same time, and uh, the GS, you know, I got a lot of the Sierra games. I got uh, the Manhunter and and, um, Space Quest, which was awesome, awesome (laughs) series, you know, very, very funny series. Um, And then, you know, after that, I got into the PC stuff, and Microprose actually tried to do a Space Quest-type game called Rex Nebular. And it used a rotoscoped character. All the characters were rotoscopes, so they looked like real people. And it was actually a decent game, but there were a lot of technical problems with it. But yeah, it's I mean I can go through the whole history and just go, oh my god, these guys were so awesome too, and these guys really sucked and they always made shit. You know we were just talking about Strike Commander the other day, which Wing Commander is such a big series. And they decided to break off and try to do this this um, not really a simulation, but they tried to do a a jet combat game called Strike Commander. And uh Chris Roberts' brother, Aaron, was actually kind of in charge of it. And, um... The Wing Commander series was always one of those that when it got past Wing Commander 2, you were pretty much going to be upgrading your PC if you wanted to play their games. And Strike Commander was no different. You know, there were all these rumors going around like, oh, this thing's going to take just a massive system that doesn't even exist yet, and all this crap. Well, we were going to CES in Vegas, and I think this is actually before I was 21. This is the Mario Kart one, where we just played Mario Kart every night. And um, my buddy Chris uh, Haswell, who still lives down in, in Texas, uh, and that's where the, uh, that's where they were, that's where Access was located. The guys that made these games, and he's on the plane, and here Aaron Roberts is sitting next to him, and the guy pulls out this bag. He goes, "Yeah, I got Strike Commander right here on this machine." So he got us an invite in to check it out, and there's you know Richard Garriott with his little rat tail and. Uh, so we're watching the game, and we're with all these buyers and everything, and we're sitting in the back of this little room, and we're watching the game. And I looked at Chris. And I'm like, wow, this really sucks. It was going like five frames per second. It was just terrible. And the, the fog that they put in so the, the draw distance wasn't so bad. I mean, you couldn't see anything about five feet in front of you. It was terrible. And the game tanked. It it tanked. But it was you, you we're sitting there going, do we say something? <laughs> <laughs> Your game sucks, sir. Yeah, sir. Your game sucks. but you know they Thanks were for all hooking us up, problem. but it sucks. Yeah, he was a really nice guy, and, and they were really nice people. But yeah, it was kind of funny. But Oh, God. I could do podcast you know, after podcast on CES.
1: Parker Brothers even had... Parker Brothers and CBS Electronics had short-lived stuff back on the Atari where they put out some great games.
0: <clears throat> oh, I've got a lot of those games, yeah. They were actually behind Frogger, weren't they?
1: Uh, yes, and they yeah. did the Popeye uh, they did the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back on yep. uh, the twenty six hundred. Uh, CBS had the had that Mountain King and Blueprint yeah. and
4: uh, oh
1: what else? They had some, I can't remember. They had some really good games. Uh, I picked up a bunch of them on there.
0: It is kind of funny that Rat Maestro lists Rare as one of his favorites because Rare was great. Until the 64 was no more. <laughs> Rare really took a dump. I'm sorry, but man.
2: Yeah, they haven't done any, anything of value since then. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cameo and Viva Pinata are oh, okay. God. But yeah, I mean, Blast Core and all those great games yeah. back then. Yeah, I mean... mean every uh, game they put out.
0: That's the thing. I've, I've been gaming for so long that I just can't narrow it down like a lot of people were. But if I had to pick one, jeez, I don't think I could do that. It would either be it or DICE probably. I'm thinking.
2: I had to go all the way back, like Josh mentioned. I had to go back to the day. I, I don't feel the same kinship I do nowadays towards developers I did back then.
0: I do somewhat with like the Naughty Dogs and uh, Insomniac. Well, not really Insomniac. I do a little bit with Insomniac, but uh, with Naughty Dog and with id Software still. I mean, Josh mm. saw it. We were sitting in that Rage thing, and I was like, yeah. that's, that's Todd Townsend. Oh, my God.
1: Well, see, I feel that way about Insomniac, really uh i because I love you know I love the games that they put out, and yeah, especially um resistance i I fell in love with that, I love the first one I'm lukewarm to the second one, i'm yeah feeling a little bit better about it now but but yeah, and there are the the newer companies, the smaller companies too, you know, like that game company, and uh it, like you mentioned q games they they've put out some great stuff, you know.
0: Well, and not Mm -hmm. just to pander, but that's one of the things I really like about Just Add Water is that you know it's it's Stewart and these other guys that have done all this stuff previously from way back in the day. That you know you see this a lot now with like the Tim Schafer going off on his own and Ron Gilbert going off on his own, and you know they they used to be part of these big pools of developers that you find out were behind these awesome, awesome games that you know really well, and all of a sudden they're off on their own doing their 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 new stuff, and you know not everything works, but I think Spank's really cool. I just played the demo, but I, I think it's really cool, and I'm, I'm probably going to be picking it up this weekend. But that's what's so great about the fact that these guys are still in the industry, to, like to this day. You know, it's yeah. not that they. I mean, like my buddy John that worked at Turbo Graphics. I don't think. I think he just does mobile uh, phone games now. So, but I think he just got really disillusioned with the whole <laughs> the whole situation. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, it's it's weird. You know, I know that uh, Chad, who used to be the game lord at Neo Geo, I don't think, I don't know if he still works in the industry or not. I should ask him. But, yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's, I don't know, it's it's such a great time for gaming, though. It's I got to get back into my PC more, though. Damn it. So thanks a lot, Rat Maestro. You just got me on a fun 20-minute uh, tangent, dipshit.
2: <laughs> Love you. Uh, it's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <clears throat> All right, I'll read the next one, because this is from... Uh, Our buddy Jarrett says, hey guys, first I swear I really have been listening since the beginning of the podcast. This is from last week. Uh, My PSN is Firefox CR, which he should have told me last week, and I joined VG Evo July of 2007. I haven't been around the community as much as I would have liked because of my busy life of school, work, and general early twenties living. In other words, drinking and getting laid. Uh, I'm right. currently in. You better be. I'm currently enrolled in a video game design program and will be getting my associate's degree soon. Then I'll be working. Uh, he's on- not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're <laughs> fucked. Uh, unless you're doing like pretty, pretty holly hobby pony extravaganza. Uh, then I'll be working on my bachelor's after I get my associates. I'll be looking for some sort of job in the industry and was wondering what sort of advice, uh, advice, uh, you would might give me as a future game designer. I actually have a good one for this. What sort of things do you want in future games? What aspects of games should be pushed to the next level? What aspects need to go away? Thanks guys. What do I want in future games? More waggle, more space <laughs> Marines, more sequels. <laughs>
1: More brown and gray color schemes. Bring it on! <laughs>
0: um, you know, well, first off, it's funny when people ask us for advice about, hey, what should I do? I'll give you a really good piece of advice because a long time ago, our buddy Zaku pilot was trying to get a job at Sony the first time. And uh, when Insomniac did just their regular podcast, they used to have a guy on every week from or somebody on from the company, and kind of talk about their job and everything. And they had the guy on that, at the time, was in charge of the QA testing. And he was talking about the interview process, and he said that, every, you know, one. I, I don't remember the whole story, but basically he said one of the questions they might ask you is, who would win in a fight, Robocop or Aquaman? And I, as a joke, I kind of pointed Zaku to that, and the fucker asked the question when he was at Sony. <laughs> and he didn't get the job done. So don't do that. How about, how about that as advice? God damn it.
2: I I heard if you uh, kiss Bobby Gotek or Bobby Kotek's ass, (laughs) there's a probably get straight to the top developer. (laughs) Kiss it. Jobs. Just go up and smooch it. All right. Tell Uh, him how much you love him.
0: Apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do we want to see? You know, it it you really have to figure out what kind of what what you want to do. You, do you want to be a David Jaffe who is really involved more in the gameplay mechanics and making sure that it's this visceral fun arcade experience, or do you want to do more like a Ben Gilbert where you have a very funny story, very good writing, and uh, kind of unique gameplay with Death Bank? Or you know, do you want to be just that coder that works on God of War three, but you're you just work on textures all day? Or you kind of have to figure that out for yourself i would say
1: yeah i'd say well if you lean that way go do something really creative do like the the independent developers that are pushing game boundaries like that that game company and and q yeah. games and stuff like that where they're doing these oddball games that they they might not sell huge but they're they're gorgeous they're fun to play. They're different. It it pushes the industry in a different direction, you know? Don't just get into the industry and be one of those coders that's making bald space marines that are on steroids.
0: Yeah. Well, that's but, what I say. But at the same time, you want you to keep passionate about what you do. And if you're yes. not into making a game yeah. like Flow, you don't want to be doing that, you know? I hear well, there's good money at Microsoft
2: flow. in that bald marine. <laughs> well,
0: and it is funny because <laughs> he lives in the Seattle area, so... You know, you could go Well, for, Nintendo's uh, right there, too.
1: Well, it's, so. Yeah, but
0: they don't make games.
1: That's true. <laughs> they make children's toys.
0: <sighs> I hope Metroid Other <laughs> M doesn't suck. I really do. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's awesome that you're doing that, and I really hope you stick with it. You know, you see a yeah. lot of people that go to this stuff, and they, they go for about a year, and they're done, but it sounds like he's following through on it. And Firefox actually lives up there, and, and he was talking about PAX, so, dude, we definitely got to get together, because uh, he's been around for a long time. So I think he's on my friend's yeah. list too. He's on the illustrious 100. Yeah, great. Right, he is up Ooh. on the list. He's right. Good yeah.
1: Luck, it's, just make sure, like Glenn said, it's something that you love. Like figure out what you really, really are passionate about and try to follow through on that. You know, however you have to do it, the money will
2: come. <laughs> just to find you something that you love. When you can't get her after showing her your Velcro wallet, then switch <laughs> back to game development. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and just remember if you want to make tentacle porn games you're gonna to have to move to japan that's all there is to it you're just not going to get any money doing that over here just saying
2: <laughs> all right a, l- a little bit of money just not as much
0: yeah not enough really to live on i mean you might be able to buy a yugo or something but you're not going to get that fat cash like you would in japan all right who's reading number three who didn't read one yet
1: i haven't read one yet
0: get on it josh
1: This is for Glenn or Glenn. No, actually, I'll read number four, so you can read number three. I'm reading number four. All right. right. Hello. Hello. Hey, just wanted to say, love the show, keep it going. PS Nation is my favorite podcast. It's my guide to buying my PSP games. (laughs) Love, Josh. No. All right. Um, (laughs) I have had my PSP go for over four months and a PSP 3000 for over two months. Hmm. Huh, interesting. And I have over fifty games already.
0: That all nice.
1: My question is: Do you think (laughs) that PlayStation will ever give up on handheld gaming? No. Second question: uh, This is from Rogelio, 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 Rogelio Rogelio, Ruiz. (laughs) Something along there. I mean, Glenn is reading email number four. No. All right. Uh,
3: what the well,
1: fuck? Well, <laughs> where are we? What's going on here? What
3: the hell? All
1: right. Let's start with question number one. Do you think PlayStation will ever give up on handheld gaming? No. No, I don't think so either. The The PSP has sold, where are we at now? 45, 50 million at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's as much as everybody says, oh, it's a... It sucks, and it's not going anywhere. It sold fifty million.
0: <laughs> I mean, <All> come on. <laughs> the other thing that I that I try to hammer into people's heads all the time is remember that Sony is still primarily a Japanese company. Handheld gaming in Japan is huge.
2: Yeah, huge. It'll handheld story. devices here in the U.S. are becoming huge with phones. I mean, yeah. we're like five, ten years behind where Japan is with handheld devices. Yeah. And- I mean just the market for phones right now, I think gaming it may shift a little bit potentially in the future, but you'll there'll definitely be Sony games in a handheld. For sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. All yeah. right. All
2: right. Second question is should I sign up for plus?
0: Yes. Well, if you wanna <laughs> no. if you wanna plus sign next to your no. name and you wanna be in that exclusive club of everyone like Josh is Absolutely.
1: Uh, I am a PSP download <laughs> gaming junkie. I have a PS3, just don't have time to sit and play as much.
2: PS Nation Stalker Jitsu. Um, yeah. We've got a couple emails on this Plus, regarding PSP for Plus.
1: Yeah, you're not. we're not seeing a whole lot of PSP stuff for Plus. All we're really seeing so far are the minis games and... Uh, some discounts so far on PS1 titles. Uh, Actually, no, there were one or two free PS1 titles, but I already had them. Right. Um, Yeah. So right now we're not seeing, maybe you'll get a discount on a PSP game here or there, but we haven't seen any free ones yet. Uh, They may be changing that up though. They did allude to, um, listening to people's suggestions and things like that and major changes coming over the next couple of months and be ready that there will be more exciting stuff. So they might come along. It depends on... You've already got 50 PSP games, though. So, I mean, like me, you're probably going to have whatever they offer.
0: (laughs) I have a ridiculous amount of PSP games. Yeah, me too. It's kind of getting scary, to be honest. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good question. I don't know. I, I, I We've talked plus to death, but it's one of those things where if you can see the value out of it, if you're going to see the getting 50 bucks back out of it, go for it. I don't know. All right, uh, this is from The World Is Mine! And he says, this is for Glenn with one enter. or Glenn with two N's, lol. Okay, so I heard you have the ability to record your gameplay onto the computer, and I was wondering if you can record voice chat. I thought I heard you say... You could on a podcast, but I'm not sure. I'm asking because one of my one of my friends is starting to record our games, and he wants to put in our voice chat into the videos. Uh, how do you do it? This is just a private question. Oh, good job that you sent it over. Uh, but if you want to talk about it on the podcast, I don't care. Thanks. From the That's world is mine. That's why I put it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can, but um, like when I was doing it, I, I was streaming one time. Oh, the Battlefield stuff. When I put the battlefield videos up, uh, yeah, you can hear all the voice chat, and all you have to do is <clears throat> route the uh, audio when you go to the Bluetooth setup, and you say, you know, your microphone is this, but then your output device, instead of setting your output device, to your Bluetooth, set it to your main audio out, and it just goes it's like it goes over your speakers. Uh, but the only thing you don't get is your voice because you're not on that same channel. You're speaking out to them. So what you have to do is actually re- I I didn't even do this on the Battlefield thing. Uh you'd have to re- record your voice separately and then edit it in. You'd have to actually splice it in. So it's it's doable. It's actually not very difficult at all. Uh but yeah, it's it's possible. It's actually easier than doing it on the 360. It's um I had some problems with the 360 when I was messing around with it. But yeah, you just go into the Bluetooth when you go to the audio devices and like if you ch- if you have the Sony Bluetooth headset uh, it'll say like input and then output, or uh, like main output device or whatever. So your input for your microphone, you'll use the Bluetooth. But then the the output, you'll say main system device, and that'll actually put it out over uh, the main audio, like over your speakers or in this case, whatever you're hooking into to to record the audio. So yeah, it's really easy to do. It's just one setting. Bit a bit, of bit of easy. I just love it. the world is mine. You're selling selling anal bum covers.
1: Every time you say, the world is mine, all I can think of is, the
0: world is not <laughs> enough. Oh. oh, God. No. All right. Well, next week we got a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Josh is get- I can't wait to hear this. I, w- oh, yeah. I so wish you had a video camera. <laughs> God. Uh, you're going to be reviewing the Hyperkin DDR pad and the Grip-It dealies. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. My first
1: impression – of- What? You Go know ahead. what's odd about that? We talked about this offline. The The yeah. DDR pad does not work on the PS3 because there is no DDR game on the PS3. Until... Well...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Konami just sort of announced that uh, there is a DDR coming to the PS3 sometime soon.
0: See? So Hyperkin's actually thinking ahead.
1: Yeah. But it won't work on the PS3 still. Sure it, it will. It doesn't have... No, it doesn't have a...
0: Buy a an, PS2 to PS3 adapter yeah i have like three of them <laughs> uh and then my first impression of the madden 11 and then a very very awesome interview that we're going to be doing with mr scott campbell from Eatsley play for twisted metal for the ps3 he is the brains of the operation trust me so uh <laughs> although i told him dave david jeff he's thrown him to the dogs so but scott's been on the show before and uh he's a lot of fun to talk to so we will have all that next week. Plus, hopefully, we'll have all those details for the ModNation Racers contest. Uh, hopefully, Josh will be a little bit less drunk, or maybe a little more drunk, depending on what you want.
1: A little more, I hope, because I didn't have too many beers.
0: <laughs> and I I've might actually, gone. I might actually have some impressions of the new Turtle Beach, um, the Air Force PBT, which is their Bluetooth communicator. Uh, so, replacement of the Sony Bluetooth headset uh and the cool thing about this one is you can actually dual pair it so if you're playing a game and your cell phone goes off you can hit a button and you can take the call on the same headset and then when you're done with the call you hit the button and you go back to the ps3 so uh they just sent this today for us to check out so i'll I'll probably pair this up tonight when we're done start giving it a try so there you go a lot of stuff (laughs) i need a cricket sound for you two (laughs) (laughs) action-packed jesus christ you two are amazing so well, I wanted
2: to say something at the end here. I'll wait for Josh to wake up, though, first.
0: <laughs> say it, Joel. Uh-huh. Say it.
2: No, I wanted to talk. Just We uh, had a couple of the community writers put up their first articles this last week, so I wanted to thank uh, Bill and yeah. Paul. And I wanted to encourage all of our listeners to please go check out our website, psnation.org, and specifically check out these new articles by the community writers. I think you'll like them. they got some good stuff up there. we got a story about the Star Wars live music. That's kind of touring around right now, and there's some impressions, the new firmware, and Paul's got a Transformers review that's very well written.
0: And Josh put up uh, his hands-on of the the Days of Thunder game for PSN. Yep. And I put the video up of our hands-on with the Top Gun game for PSN that's coming out on August 17th. Yep. So there's a good half an hour video up there of the entire session. And yeah, we got the writers going and um, all that stuff. Yeah, we, man, we're getting a lot of cool stuff. The review of Transformers and it's so happening cool. in place. Yeah. So, and, it it, and it'll only get better. We got to bring those other writers on pretty soon uh, for the news and everything. And we're ramping up, yo. And we even have our PlayStation Home logo up there now. Ooh. Yay. <laughs> a nice
2: new, nice new pretty color.
0: Yeah. All right, Thanks to cool. Josh. Josh, you rock. You do. You rock. Damn right. <laughs> Don't you and of course,
2: I don't want to forget <laughs> the uh, the theme music. It is written. Check is them out. Yeah. Show them your love. They're on Facebook. It's a very long link, which I won't read. But more easily, <laughs> you can find them on MySpace, which is myspace.com slash It Is Written Band.
0: Wait, they didn't shut down MySpace yet? Holy balls!
2: No, it's they left it open for It Is Written because they've gotten so much traffic lately.
0: Uh, actually, this brings up a good point too, because uh, a lot of people like every now and then they'll they'll send an email like, "Oh, who was that comedian at the end of the show?" or You know, what was this or what was that? Um, I actually post all that stuff in the show notes, but also if you have an iPod uh, Touch or an iPod of any type, uh, and there's some other players out there too, I think the Zune does it. uh, If your MP3 player has lyrics support, I actually put that whole section telling you, like, what's there, what's there, uh, and I also put in, uh, like, what the comedian is at the end of it. So that's all in that information as well as on the show notes on the website. So if you go to psnation.org, look for the show uh, posting for that week, it'll show you the comedian and everything else. I don't I don't care. I'll, I'll answer you if I can remember who it is, but uh, that information is readily available to you if, if you're ever wondering. I just don't announce it because I never know who I'm going to put on until I'm editing the show. Because sometimes it just seems like, like if we're talking about uh, college, I might remember a comedy clip about someone talking about college and I'll throw it at the end or something like that. So that's why I don't announce it ahead of time who it's going (laughs) to be. someday we'll be organized. Not really, not at all. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to end this (laughs) because you guys obviously don't have anything else to say. So, uh, don't forget to check out our episode two in PlayStation Home. Uh, If you're going to fall asleep, just kind of do it off to the side so you don't block anybody else, and we wouldn't blame you for doing that. Uh, Also, thank you so much to Patrick Gross. um, You know, Commander Fury from over at uh, Urgent Fury who did the voiceover work for our little disclaimer at the beginning of the home video. Uh, (laughs) The guy just kicks so much ass. I love that guy's voice. And uh, he he was, I mean, it was still last minute when I asked him to do it. And he was like, yeah, no problem, man. So uh, I wanted to put a thanks at the end of the episode, but it was already submitted. So I didn't have a chance to put it in there. But uh, dude, thank you so much for all your help. And uh, it, it came out perfectly. So uh hopefully I think we're actually I think we should write a few more of those and just kind of rotate them. <laughs> I have some yeah. other ideas. Uh so yeah, so check that out but also like I said gear up for Extra Life Yo October 16th. We're going to be talking about it every week until then seriously. It's it's going to be a blast. I guarantee it's going to be a blast. And the great part about it is you're going to have fun but you're also going to help a lot of sick kids and that's really the best part about this whole thing. You know, like I said, check us out next week. We got some cool stuff coming up. Hopefully, you'll be enjoying it. And until then, get out there, play some games, and don't fall asleep driving. (laughs) Driving.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Greg
3: Giraldo.
5: (laughs) What's up? Hello, everybody. How's it going? Yeah. Good to be here. Denver, huh? That's where we are, right? I live in New York City. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say New York City is... A lot of people say that's the greatest city on earth. I don't know how you could say any city's the greatest city unless you've been to every single city, right? What do you know? Maybe there's a city somewhere in Indonesia where there's like 28 people, 26 of them are hot chicks that'll blow you for a nickel. You know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be a good city. You know, and the, the other two are dudes that give you nickels. That might be a good... That might be the kind of city that you'd want to check out, right? Given a chance. Man, I'm getting old. I don't know how it happened. It just happened so fast. I, I feel like I'm the, a young guy. And, I, you know, you don't even realize that you don't look and act the same as you did when you were younger. You still think you're the same guy. I thought I was still a young dude, you know? So I walked through an Abercrombie and Fitch, and they looked at me like I was walking through a playground with my cock in my hand. <laughs> man don't go into an Abercrombie & Fitch if you're over 35 years old because I'll tell you that they'll, they'll remind you pretty damn quick how much of a twisted pervert you are for even thinking that you can wander through that high school cafeteria <laughs> anything over 34 inch waist they stack way up high in the corner they literally have like one pair of pants over 34 inch and they hang it up really high like they stacked. You, you can't get it yourself you gotta, you gotta ask one of the shirtless boy whores who works there <laughs> if he'll climb for you just round out the old yeah I'm too fat and old to get that can you climb up you little you know this might be too personal to admit this early but uh, the other day I I was sitting on the on the on the uh, toilet and my balls dipped dipped into the water And that, that had never happened to me before, so at first I didn't even know what it was. It just something felt kind of nice. It was like a refreshing sort of sensation, actually. You know, I thought, well, this, hmm, yeah, yeah." Isn't it? And then I realized I was I was teabagging my own toilet water. Do you realize how do you realize how upsetting and depressing that is? That that I got old man saggy ball bag that's just Swinging loose that low, because that I've sat on that bowl thousands of times. It was in my house. It never happened before. So I guess my balls must have just been sort of skimming the surface, you know. And finally, they're like, "Fuck it, we're going in." And they just right in the water. Like, all right, that's exactly the moment that I became middle aged. I could trace it to that exact. I'm a middle aged man because my balls actually just fucking gave up on trying to fight gravity. just dip right in the old toilet water. And at first I thought, maybe I'm, it's a practical joke, you know? Maybe somebody added water as a gag. You know, maybe I'm getting punked. I'm, I'm looking around for Ashton Kutcher to come running around the corner with an empty bucket. Ah! But there was no gag. It was just my old saggy nut bag couldn't support the weight long enough to. That's just depressing shit, man. I don't know matter how you look at it.